Boys. Yeah. Hello, the boys are here. They're nervous. They're calm. <laughs> Boysies. Get rarer. Why is this happening to me? Me. We're not getting Maccas and you can blame my son. <laughs> Get a few today, did you? It's great to contractually be obliged to be here. <laughs> Is anyone going to listen to this or what? No, I actually don't know what, the, what happens in third grade. <laughs> you either get nude and get in the shower or we're throwing all your crit gear in, bro. Jonas like, no chance I'm going to follow you. 19th century Pax Britannica. Fuck! Pezza, the summer is here. I'm getting temperature warnings for 40 plus degrees in Sydney. I'm getting shit tips in Geelong. I'm getting cyclones off the coast of North Queensland. I'm getting the big bash on TV TV that's at a time that's conducive to me Mm. being able to watch it every three balls whilst I get distracted by Insta reels. And I'm getting a test match in Perth, mate. I fucking, I fucking love Perth. I love Perth. I love that the new stadium is too big. I love that the Wacker was great, except for it being a million degrees if you were there to watch it. I love that there's going to be a hill or a grassy knoll or some shit in the new stadium this year. I love the Perth Scorchers. I love Adam Voges. I love Daniel Ricciardo. I love Tom Moody. I love Adam Gilchrist. I love Heath Ledger. I love Charlie Stobo in that order. I love how fucking blindingly bright it is in Perth. I love the people. I love Cottesloe Beach. I love that the most attractive women in this country, Pezza, after Sydney, are from Perth. I love that WA are dominating Australian cricket domestically and they keep producing fucking worldies for my team. The boys from the West, Stoinis, Green, Marsh, Inglis, Agar, some others. But what I really love, Pez, I love watching hapless touring teams deal with the bounce of the West from our boys who have given us more memories than than a director's cut of Inception or some shit. Mm. We get to fucking put it through the chest, Pezza. We get to put it through the chest of batsmen whose names are hard to say and that are using unrecognisable bat sponsors. Listening to the sounds of summer while I emotionally check out of the job that I hate because Christmas is here. We get to watch our bats score the easiest hundreds you'll ever see whilst also asking, "Mm, what's he like as a bloke? And we also get to hear that the touring bowlers are getting carried away because of the bounce pezzer. (laughs) They need to pitch it up. This is the Australian summer. These are our boys. This is the secret life of us. This is complete domination. Australia will win every single fucking session this summer. Drink it in while you're dominating a leftover ham, Australia. How fucking good, Sam Perry. (laughs) Fuck, it's it's a fill your boot summer. Yeah, the cricket's on. Cricket's on. Yeah. Uh, Mate. Oh, I've, well, look, we missed the jump last week. Let's be honest. Yeah, okay. You know, yeah, we're we're we're, we're drunk uncles storming into our mm. nephew's birthday a couple of days late because we've been out in the bend. <laughs> a couple of things happened last week. Speaking of the West, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which 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 we're going to get into, but uh, yeah, some, mate, summer's here. It's it's trappings. It's character assassinations in the absence of any cricket. That's right. Uh, that that we're interested in. Um, it's Turning up online and seeing a middle stump um, dislodged with the bale's structural integrity intact. In now we're talking. And, and discussing those kinds of things. ACT here. cricket, that's where it's at. Well, do you want to do you want to, like, show, yeah, shall, we, shall we get into that? Look, yeah. Gin and Dera versus Wests, ACT threes. Everyone's got a West, don't they? People may have seen this online. And if you haven't, uh, well, you're a normal person. Yeah, uh, congratulations. For one, congrats. Mm. Uh, but also... 
yeah, it's just a it's a it's a picture of a set of cricket stumps where the middle stump is basically bent back, mm-hmm. and both bales are still. Uh, Touching, stuck together, the structural integrity of it intact. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, cue all of the conversations about whether that's out or not, mm-hmm. what the MCC laws say, mm. et cetera. Now, from, I, all, from all the people without someone to love this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that plus one for Christmas, mum. I don't. <laughs> A lot of people like to couch, you know, yeah. typecast TGC as, you know, the funny podcast. There's a number of serious ones out there mm. with journalistic integrity. TGC, you know, like Ross from Friends in the Corner making jokes while Rachel's fucking. <laughs> I missed that episode. He's, I think he's in the corner. He's holding a lamp up to his face. Anyway, and, uh, but that's incorrect. I, got, I, I don't know if anyone else has done this, but I got in touch with the batter in question, Matthew Bazusto. Okay. Okay, not to be uh, confused with Will Bazisto. Different person. Different person. And he says, I, said, I just asked him purely, you know, in your own words, Matthew, mm-hmm. what happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I was the batter, he says. Game went from a 50-over game to a 20-over game due to the freak storm that tore through Canberra Friday night blowing off the covers. The over before, while standing at the non-striker's end, I noticed one of the bales was sitting up out of the groove, fixed that up, over-ended. I was then on strike, faced the four-dot balls in the over, and went the massive tonk to be bowled. As I was walking off to hit the showers and reconsider why I play this game, wasting another Saturday, mm-hmm. I heard the keeper laughing and say, look at the bales. Turned back and noticed the bales hadn't been broken. After a long deliberation, brackets, during rule book checks, picturing myself as Jordan Belfort, I'm not fucking leaving, the show goes on. <laughs> Close brackets. By the umpires, I was given not out. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't trouble the scorers, only adding another boundary. Rarest thing I've ever seen on a cricket field in the 30 years I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Uh and he was seeing some rare stuff over the over the time. Matty, yeah, oh yeah, Matty B. Apparently, Jordan Belfort was actually just copying WG Grace when he was bold. Yeah. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> Put the bells back you, on. Are you are you walking in that situation? Um, yeah. a lot of people online are saying just walk, mate. And I said to Matthew, I said, was anyone blowing up and say, you mate, you should just walk? He said, no, they're mm. all good about it. See, if I've already paid my subs for the year, I'm standing right there. I'm getting full value to hit one more boundary. And then, Is that how and you then, think about cricket? It's like, oh, I've paid my subs. Yeah. I'm going to get full <laughs> value for these value. subs. Yeah. yeah. Um, am I walking off? Yeah, probably. So you're like giving yourself out. I've been fucking castled, middle peg. I, rarely will I have been dismissed more conclusively than in this manner. <laughs> but the bales are gone. But, but, but technically, yeah. um, I don't know, man. He does say that the over before, he notices one of the bales was sitting up out of the groove. All he says is, fixed that up. Mm. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> A little bit of blue tack in between the, uh, the bales? Mm. Cricketers do shit like that. Mm. I, I, when I got bowled, yeah. uh, for me, it was a exclusively auditory experience. I never wanted to look at the damage behind me. It was never optical. Like I never had to check myself yeah. to see what had happened. I, I never, Cause, it, Cause it's the, it's the stump, it's yeah. the death rattle yeah. and it's the sound, it's the hyenas, it's everything. I never did because the channel nine commentators <laughs> told me not to do that when I was a kid. There's like, you never look around. You but never it, look it back. It feels mate. like a thing Ian Chappell might say. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, you never look around. So I was yeah. like, Oh, okay. They're always I'm giving seven. us fucking rules, weren't they? Those always. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or law 29.1 here, guys. <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah. The wicket is broken when at least one ball is completely removed from the uh, one ball. One bale is completely removed from the mm-hmm. top of the stumps. One or more stumps is removed from the ground. Um, good le- a healthy level of noncery online about this law noncery. Hang on, sorry. At least one stump as well. No. No, one bale. 
Now you're into it. The wicket is broken when at least one bale yeah. is completely removed from the top of the stumps. Okay, so it's one or more stumps is or one or more stumps is removed from the ground. Twenty nine point one. Um, now uh, I asked my dad about this. Yeah, gave him the law. He said, unclear, but reading the text literally, not out. The common law says one must examine the text, context, and purpose of the provision in order to work out the true meaning, but courts stop short of rewriting what judges may believe is a poorly drafted law, and 29.1 is one, as this is the Parliament's job, and that is not the judiciary's function. It breaches separation of powers principle, a fundamental part of democracy. Of course, it's easy to just reform the law. Difficult to see how any stakeholder would disagree. He says the umpire gave a just result. If he or she went the other way, it would be a not unreasonable decision, even mm. if popular and a technicality. If they went the other way, the umpire is r- roughly analogous to a judge with ICC, roughly analogous to parliament. Judges should uphold the law, not make it up. And that's why cricket is so accessible. Get your kids involved in it, parents out there. <laughs> don't worry about the other history. competitions. Worry, don't worry about TikTok dances or basketball or other sports that take up less of your time driving around the state and ruining your first family exactly. car. Don't worry about that. Get into the laws of the game. Get into the nitty gritty, into the quagmire, the mm. swamp, mm. the fucking trough. Roll mm. around in it. Exactly. It's here. And that's why I wanted to talk about that because he goes, the Australian summer is here. With this kind of scenario, the Australian summer here like migratory birds you know our collective conscience this last week has shifted from Harley Reid going one Mm. from Adam Fanua Blake's destination Mm. from Cane Corns being at Disneyland to cricketing matters you know could Sydney get on in 42 degree weather over the weekend Mm. will Melbourne play this month (laughs) owing to rain do you walk if your middle stump is castled but the bales keep their structural integrity you know Johnson Warner and the launch of what's he like as a bloke summer. Yes. Um, oh, look, here's Steve War with a carousel post, <laughs> two separate videos, each 60 seconds long, simply titled Wasp v Spider, showing a wasp turning a spider over and going to work. Come on. Summer's here. <laughs> Did you see Slip, that? slop, slap. Summer's here. Just make a fucking scrolling Instagram. <laughs> Steve War is the fucking Scorsese. Oh, and, oh. mate, it is one of the most chilling <laughs> items of content I've ever seen. Single shot, yeah. unmoved, yeah. just a wasp putting a spider to the fucking sword, yeah. simply titled Wasp v Spider. <laughs> Carousel post. Oh, He's gone mate, two. Mate. Mate, too far. Hang, it's, hang it up in the dressing mate, room. Hang it up in the dressing room. He's got levels, oh, and I love yeah, it. Yeah. By the way, and you just know he's wearing his baggy green when he was filming that as well. Well, you can you, <laughs> you can hear people in the background. Like, he might be on some kind of shoot for an ad or something. Maybe. And what's he doing, Tugger? He's just he's just he's yeah. just saying. I mean, to be fair, it's very compelling content. It was. Yeah. We used to talk about that at Grey Cricket all the time. Lion v Tiger, Shark v you know, like yeah, all yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. He's, 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 Who's yeah. uh, going up top? But uh, silverback versus my mate Tim. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Godzilla v Kong, and uh, and and he's just he's just seen a wasp and a spider, and he's just thought, well, pull the old phone out here. <laughs> <laughs> summer's here, mate. Oh, wasp v spider. That is good. You know what? Summer's right here, right now, and our live show tour starts yeah. this week in Adelaide. Every city is sold out except for Sydney at the Enmore. That is Sydney, uh, January 2 at the Enmore. Our guest there is Simon Kadich. So if you are in Sydney and you want to come along and you want to swim around, revel in the summer, that is, if you want to see Wasp vs. Spider. Is that what it was? Wasp vs. Spider. Mm, I was a bit confused with Rock Spider. <laughs> but there's a bit of that too. <laughs> 
Um, I was going to say something that would have been completely libelous. Um, so uh, please do come along to that Sydney show. We've written a show. We're really excited. There's going to be our biggest ever live shows, especially in Australia. Uh, Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane, Fremantle, all sold out. The only tickets available are at Sydney, January 2nd at show. the Enmore. We've almost sold out the Enmore. That's going to be super exciting. Uh, Simon Cattage, our guest there. So tickets are available. You can go to greycricketer.com and go to the live show tabs there. You can also just search Grey Cricketer Enmore. You can go through the Ticket Tech website. Um, to pick up the last remaining tickets there, but please do come along because we want you to we want you to swim around in this summer with us, celebrating the summer that is. We're, we're nearly the team. There. we're nearly there. Like, like yeah. in more sixteen hundred seats, um, there's only a little bit to go to to make that a full house. You're talking mm. January to mm. post Christmas, post New Year's yep. haze. It's the night before the Test match. Yes. It's a fucking red hot show that's been written. Simon Kadich is there. Uh, there'll be questions from the audience at the end. Kadich has agreed to stay for Ask TGC. Mm. I don't know if people have questions for him. I suspect I there might so. be a few questions knocking about for yeah. Caddo. Yeah. Uh, that's, just, that's just me. That Look, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever it might plenty be. Of I don't think you'll see that coming personally no, as well. No. We can really blindside him yeah, yeah, with that yeah. kind of stuff. But yeah. you're like, it's it's Caddich, it's a rig, it's January 2. The, 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 the happiness and relaxation and yeah. haze over people from food and drink, etc. is mm. there. The test will be upon us. Uh, it's going to be... Night before the test. It's going to be Davey's last test. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, after, what jo- after what George Bailey did. Oh. Uh, and I, I just encourage a lot of people to get the last few tickets of this, uh, what is otherwise a sold-out live show summer for us. Uh, we're really excited about it now. So the first step is on uh, this Thursday, this Thursday in, Adelaide. in Adelaide. where yeah. we've had some uh, ripping shows as well. So the last few shows in Adelaide have been matinees, matinees owing yeah. to the night test there. So we get in before the game. Mm. People turning up at 11 a.m. absolutely cut. Uh, <laughs> Adelaide goes fucking hard in that yeah. respect. Uh, but this time it's an even. It's a night show. Mm. Um, now, fa- fans um, may have noticed that we've not attached our live shows to the tests this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our guests aren't jiving, you know, with those who are part of the cricket circus that rolls into town. Uh, so Adelaide, we're going to do some, uh, we're going to do some guest announcements now. Right. Okay. okay? Um, for Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane and Perth. So Adelaide, what we're thinking is no circus in town, um, but BBL's knocking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it, it, it is BBL season after all. Uh, and we thought, let's let's kick off these live shows by talking chest, mm. pipes, a bloke who hits a big ball, uh, pretty much the classic face of the uh, of our domestic franchise product, mm. I want to say. Uh, the Johnny Sins of cricket. Mm. Uh, Brennan McCullum's bash brother and beer partner. Mm. Uh, Adelaide Strikers' own adopted son, Chris Lynn, yeah, will be beast. joining us on stage. Can you just imagine the energy of that walking out on stage? Yeah. He's referred to me as brother four or five times via text yeah. message. Yeah. Uh, he wants to get in early to have a couple of beers with us beforehand. Uh, <laughs> Adelaide <laughs> has been known to be, I'd say, probably the drunkest live show that we do. You're not sure about that? Well, uh, there's, well there's always competition for, yeah, for, there, for, there, for, there. Uh, for spots there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Chris Lynn's going to be joining us in Adelaide. Now, Melbourne, very, very excited about our Melbourne show at the Forum, the Forum. there on Flinders Street. It feels yeah. very central. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be our biggest show in Melbourne ever. That sold out in like a day. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's nearly 1,000 people uh, crammed into the Forum. Mm. December 20th, that's in nine days' time. Yeah. People are just knocking off for Christmas. Yeah, the energy's going to be unbelievable. Yeah. Um, anyway, we, good coming. We've wanted to line this guest up for a long time for a live show. Yeah. Finally, the ships in the night have docked at the bay, and yeah. by that I mean Port Phillip Bay. Um, it is the man who carried 
Australia's World Cup on his injured back. George Bailey. Who occasionally forewent singing the national anthem because he was either high or wanted to annoy journalists. <laughs> he leads the Get Rarer movement. His only request is that we sort him a good bottle of whiskey. That's right, Adam Zampa oh, wow. will be on stage wow. with us at the sold-out wow. forum. Wow. A dual World Cup winner. Zorby. And a jewel in our crown. Mm. That'll be quite something. Sydney, Simon Cadditch. Now, um, Brisbane and Perth. Now, I want you to listen up here, Brisbane and Perth, okay? Speaking of circuses, not rolling into town, no BBL in town either. So we're neither in the, the circus nor the BBL circus. Mm. Um, but we got the monocle out. Yeah. We got the monocle out, he goes and I, here uh, in our studio. We asked ourselves, who are the, who are the beating hearts of this state, mm. of these states <clears throat> proper, mm. right? Without the cricket circus in town, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who bleeds Cane Toad? Mm. Who bleeds Sand Groper? Who's got the shoulders for it? Who who are the doyens of their respective states who carry the spirit of the land, who know where the bodies are fucking buried <laughs> in these states? <laughs> cricketing. That's, that's really cricketing. That's, 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 that's just cricketing true of both. Speech. That's true of that's both. That's what I'm saying. I these like guys it. know where the bodies are buried. Yeah. Um, and we're looking at a few elder statesmen yeah. here who will be joining us on stage to impart wisdom, fire shots, Hopefully excoriate the new generation and exult in the virtues of yeah. the old. In Brisbane, I'm just going to whisper this. Casper. Yeah. It's Casper. Michael Kasprovitz. Yeah. Okay. And in Perth, talking about bodies of buried doyens, <laughs> and you mentioned his name earlier, he goes, I'm talking about a serious doyen of West yeah. Australian cricket. Are you talking about a World Cup winner? Tom Moody. Mm. Now, you're talking here with both of these guys, ladies and gentlemen, all format knowledge, Tours to faraway lands, fucking hair on the chest, yeah. commentary, boards, administration, IPL, two tremendous rigs. Mm -hmm. We're very, very excited to have these Elder Statesmen with us mm. at both our shows. So they're the live guest, live show guest announcements. It's a good list. He goes on to bring. <clears throat> it's, it's rigs list. all around. And <clears throat> if, you've ever, if you've ever slapped Adam Zampa's back, it's, it's <clears throat> a thick, it's thick Jimmy Jack yeah, as well. It's thick. But you've got Lynn, Zampa, Kadich. Kasprovitz Moody. Sorry. Once again, apologies for the value. Very much looking forward to getting around everyone and in turn them getting around us as we head around the country one more time. Um, one more time. This year, this will be the last tour until the next one. That's right. Um, but uh, so all tickets are sold out except for in Sydney. Uh, and you know how to get tickets if you know how to find the internet, generally speaking, on your it's phone or hot. devices. Uh, January 2, the night before the Sydney Test match. Please do come along. Get your tickets before they are completely gone. Um, Pezza, we will be talking about uh, the the rest of the cricket, but um, the rest of the cricket. But uh, a shout out to our dear patrons who are supporting this fair production and getting behind us, and in turn keeping the fucking lights on. RCGC mm, mm. uh, Friday. There's a couple of massive announcements with Patreon. We're launching the summer here. He goes, really? Yeah, yeah. We're launching the summer. So summer um, it's start the, the, the way to um, run through what we're doing with Patreon this year is to start with the dailies. Okay, so. Let's be fucking honest. Flat summer, bulk chat, TGC. We're making TGC free for everybody as we chat through the games this summer. So okay. we're actually this year, this summer, making the daily available for everybody who tunes into TGC, which means our review of each day's play will land in your free 
podcast feed, not to be confused with the number three, or people who say throwdowns instead of throwdowns. Mm-hmm. Okay. So daily. First grade, second grade, third grade. Ex- exactly. Reviews of each day's play will land uh, in your free podcast feed for this summer. Uh, our members on Patreon are massive contributors to this. We'll always roll their comments in. We're guaranteeing a Patreon question in every Ask TJC section too. But if you want to join Patreon this summer, Mm-hmm. A couple of things we want to note to you. Okay. Ask TGC Fridays, the bread and butter, the lifeblood of our Patreon offering, which is just an hour a week, and that is the tune that mm-hmm. I'm going to play here. We are going for an hour this week now. We're extending by 15 minutes each show, so that's an hour of extra content each month. Uh, if you sign up, you're going to get that. Your questions, your comments, the best of the TGC hive mind. Uh, we are profiling TGC's chat this summer as well, where that is just the best discourse on TGC. For example, Shit Tip Rob, who writes in, I don't like the PM's 11 wearing test players numbers. Also, I haven't had sex in six months. There you go. Um, Cocksucking Cowboy wrote in, just saying, talk about a shit tip. And I think, he, I don't know which game he was referring to because there could be a few. Uh, and uh, Liam also said, vis-a-vis last night, play the Big Bash on Astro with clapping hands in between each. Yeah. Now, if you want to join Patreon this summer, we're offering a 15% discount for an annual membership. That's going to last a week. That's a fair uh, bit of Skrilla saving. Yeah. Uh, 15% discount starting today. Sign up. You're going to get TGC, Ask TGC Fridays, plus whatever else we're offering on Patreon for a full year at a 15% discount only for one week. Do you know what that is, Pesa? That's the perfect Christmas present. Tell your parents to buy it for you. Tell your partner or just find a partner on the internet for a week and get them to get that for you. You're saving 15% for the annual subscription one year. Ask TJC Fridays, every single Friday. The last shows have been called No More Indian Milk for Hetty, Nonce Unanimous, and The Cricket Podcast Show. <laughs> Some other members are called The Bison's Feet, Fat, Mad, and Sad, Jub Jub Bouvier, A Non Rights In, Statistician Hound, and Lee's Fortuna Court. Also, there's also Studded Collar, <laughs> Turn Em Over, and Me Think It Amazing. And also AFP Officer, hashtag 3837. <laughs> <laughs> it's our favourite part of TGC, really. Indeed. So if you want to become a member of our little community here, patreon.com forward slash Craig Cricketer, 15% off discount for a yearly subscription this week only. Is there anything else? Yeah. There's, there's two more things. Yeah. One is... Fergus O'Neill and Will Sutherland's on the show today, but people have already seen that in the title. The second thing is, some people may have seen, um, through TGC, we've launched Cricket et al., which mm. is a writing project mm-hmm. involving, uh, well, it's a writing triumvirate at the moment of Gideon Haig, Errol Parker from uh, the Batuta Advocate, and myself. He goes, I noticed when Gideon was here, he invited you to write on it as well. Um, but uh, let's just see what happens. This <laughs> um, basically, it's a little writing arm to TJC. Yeah. Uh, Gideon's got a piece up already about Mitchell Johnson That's and uh, cricket opinionistas. Uh, it's 3,000 words. Uh, I've got one in the works coming out on Wednesday about the unshakable Australian summer. We're going to post every couple of days. Uh, it's just some print trappings for the headpiece, for the old noodle there. Yeah, okay. uh, Gideon's out from the Australian paywall. Once again, apologies yeah. uh, for bringing him into the stable. Um, Gideon, straight to your inbox, plus um, Errol and I. You, you, you're talking about the greatest living cricket writer. Um, and for those of you listening of a particular or watching of a particular persuasion, you know who you are. Gideon does cover things other than India at World Cups. Um, he goes, uh, <laughs> obviously, yeah, he invited you to write for it. Um, it's called Cricket et al. Cricket et al. Substack.com. Sign up, support us with a paid subscription if you really want to back us. Otherwise, you're getting it for free straight to the inbox. Um, already nearly 2,000 people on board. Um, just some print trappings for the summer and apologies. Okay, so the summer is here. Summer's here. The summer is here, and let's preview 
the West tests. The test in the West, other things that rhyme with West or test. Uh, Best, chest. Yes. Sex pest. Yes. <laughs> that was just improv. Um, uh, but, you know, it's our turn to talk about David Warner okay. and Mitchell Johnson. We're, l- we're late. It, it is late. late. And, uh, but but we, we, and, we must have our say. And cold water has been poured over it when Dave Warner says, oh, well, it wouldn't be the summer without a headline. That's media cold water, please. Yeah. Oh, you think it's still it's hot? It's all simmering serious? away. I mean, the, the, the first lesson out of this is it is not like there's one good, bi- one good guy and one bad guy. <laughs> there can be coats at 10 paces everywhere yeah. in life. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that, that's media cold water. So if they called the West Test coats at 10 paces, oh. they'd sell it out in a minute. That, and that's the lesson out of this as well. Yeah. So many people are like, oh, you know, they're only talking about this because there's no cricket to talk about. Motherfucker, this is cricket. Yeah, this like, is Like cricket. anyone who's played cricket understands it. This mm. is what we do. You sit in a pavilion and you character assassinate and judge everybody. Yeah. It's literally how it works. Yeah. This would be happening if there was the hottest test match being played, you know, yes. like ahead of us. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm here for it. It's good. It's mm. a thanks to both mm. for sure. Uh, this is yeah. just real life. It's the announcement of the summer. The summer is here. If you don't like someone, assassinate their character. Exactly. So it's a summer of what's he like as a bloke. <laughs> um, in response, where do, do you want to start? Well, um, McDonald says it'll be the same team. So, um, so oh yeah. So he's playing. Um, yeah. Right. So it'd be very strange to select him in the squad then leave him out of the eleven. <laughs> but he's just he's there as a backup in case yeah. you know. Sorry, I just need some <laughs> concussion sub in case Bangers falls over yeah. in the, in the warm up. Um, do, do you want to just do you want to like? pour over Johnson v Warner? Like, do you want to just have a crack at it? Um, I don't even know, like, where to start with it other than just, like, I mean, um, I think the the, the overall point, uh, which I don't think Johnson even made, but it was like he hasn't played very well for a while, so, you know, is his spot in the team in Mm. jeopardy, Mm. which is a very interesting and fair um, conversation. But Mm. it was more just like an absolute hit piece of just, like, this guy's a fucking cunt. So, you know, uh, I'm not sure how much to, uh, you know, wade through it all. But um, my first thought was, gee, Johnson was quick, wasn't he? Fuck, he was good. Mate, what about 13-14 against the Pops? Sometimes you read something like, like it's a two and fuck, he, was, he was a good player. Fuck, he was a good player. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like, let's go from the from what Warner said. <laughs> people, Why are people conveniently forgetting what Warner actually said. I yeah. know why, because it's more fun that way. Yeah. He says- Because it's going to be a shit summer, I'm going to bore. You've got to- this is, this is when he gave the press conference, supposedly announcing his retirement right. date. Right, yes. He says, you've got to score runs. Right, okay. Literally the first thing he wow. said. Wow, interesting, David. Okay. Hmm. I've always said the World Cup would probably be my final game. I probably owe it to myself and my family. I can score runs. But if I can score runs here and continue to play back in Australia, I can definitely say I won't be playing that West Indies series. If I can get through this World Mm. Test Championship and Ashes and make the Pakistan series, I will definitely finish up then. Who the fuck does he think he is saying that kind of shit, man? What a fucking prick he is. I've had enough of what, what, it. Get why rid. do people like? It's a pretty important point when people are like, ah, mm. oh, mate, this 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 gun setting his retirement. Ah, uh, mate, like, he just wants. Now to he is so he is signalling something. Now he's doing something. Mm. There's a, he, he is he is signposting something. Who knows? Maybe Bailey had already tapped him on the shoulder and said, "Mate, you're finishing up," and he just wanted to. Well, push Mitchell back Johnson on says he's too close to him. They're mates. Look, I, I want to say one thing that'll lead into five things. Like if you try, if you remove the emotion hostility of it. 
of what Johnson said. He has a point on Warner. Warner's selection this summer, I think, is arguably line ball. Mm-hmm. There's arguments both ways. Sometimes things happen like this yep. in life. Uh, but he's got nothing on George Bailey. Like, John- Johnson knew that to substantiate this argument about Warner not being selected, he had to discredit George Bailey, who selects him. Incredible and, time to do and, that. And that, yeah, that's where his argument is weakest. Mm. He, he essentially says Bailey's too close to the players, so he's discredited mm-hmm. as a selector. Um, that's embarrassing. Like, it, it, ca- it carries such little logic so as to completely undermine the points he makes right. about Warner. Like, Bailey has just selectorially presided over the World Test Championship, the Ashes, the unlikeliest of World Cups. Uh, he, for this World Cup, for example, yep. like, he opted to, with the team, mm. retain Travis Head, even though he was injured for half the tournament. Uh, he kept Marnus in the squad when Agar got injured. Mm-hmm. He played Marnus in the semi and the final over Stoinis, which must have been agonising decisions. Mm-hmm. He replaced Carey with Josh Inglis. No one is in higher selection form yeah. than George Bailey. Like, if, if anyone's <clears throat> earned the right to have their performances trusted... It's George Bailey as a selector. Right. I think it's a good argument to have like to move on from Warner, probably to have done it a little while ago. Yeah, but, yeah. If, but Bailey, doing it the way he's done it, has shown that he's selecting well. Yeah. The the level of vitriol in the um in the tone of the article was like and then he even undermined his own point the next day where it was like, Yeah, yeah, I don't like Warner. Like I mean he didn't say that specifically. He conceded he, that he, it was he, personal. He conceded it was personal. It's like, well, well what, what are we doing here, man? You know, but, but the overall point is an interesting one. But because of the vitriol and the aggression of that article, it almost diminished the entire conversation that mm. no one else could really have because mm. of because it was like, Oh, he's really fucking gone for him there. Mm. And like Or did it make it better? And the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all clicked, didn't we? We, we, we all clicked feel something. Um, and like, you know, I said on Patreon the other day, like, I can't think of, um, I can't think of a, not even a polarizing, a more polarizing person in Australian cricket. I can't think of a, uh, a person that is universally too aggressive, but who is, um, upset so much of the Australian cricketing public with his behavior and whatnot. I, I don't think Dave Warner, Dave Warner will fit into like this Michael Clark role where like he is a legend of the game. Mm. Statistically, he's won everything, a couple of things twice. Um, but he will not be considered that way because of his perception by the public. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and so, so when um, Johnson has gone after him and then like more than half the people are like, whoa, you've gone a little bit half at David Warner there. Mm. It's like, you've really missed them. Like you've taken a big swing, a big old swing and a miss there, Mitch, I reckon, mm. you know? And, um, uh, you know, like I think the, the, the question around Warner, like just for me before, before this article and whatever, was like, well, he, w- he played in the Ashes Warner and I don't think any of the competition, that being Renshaw, Bancroft or Warner, could have done what Warner did in the Ashes. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he is the incumbent. It's more, it's more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. But so then you, he comes into the next test series, which is the Australian Summer. And, um, and if it was, let's say, for instance, it wasn't Dave Warner. Let's say, for instance, it was Joe Burns and his spot was like up for grabs, you know, back when Joe Burns was playing. You'd always give him two test matches, right? Mm-hmm. You always give him two test matches. If it doesn't work out, then... They move on. Now, two test matches in this instance is Perth and then Melbourne. And then if he does, if that doesn't work out, he's going to leave the next test match anyway. So he probably gets all three anyway. But before then, he is the incumbent. He did a, he did a, he did a perfectly fine job. I don't think he excelled, like especially his batting partner, Kawaja, was outstanding. But the partnerships, what he suppressed with the new ball in England, I think he, he did okay. Mm. So is he still the best six batters in the country in Australia? For me, yes. 
And I think his record probably suggests that as well. Even though the last few summers haven't been great, even by his own standards in Australia. So I'm very confused, man. You seem to be discussing this at a sort of rational level of like, should he be picked or not based on performances? Mm. I'm not really That's not vibing really right. I'd yeah. rather talk about like, well, what are the, you know, subtle yeah. political yeah. Um, undertones yeah. of his selection yeah. vis-a-vis nuclear, you know, button yeah. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. He's also, got, he's got the codes. Candace Warner's picking the teams. Yes. You've got you to remember that. Uh, I'd much prefer to discuss <laughs> this in terms of, you know, like chalk money. Dean getting involved, mm. Fox headlines saying Mundine tortures Johnson oh, over low act. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. I want uh, a lo- uh, nothing gets me more than a low act. Exa- yeah. <laughs> I want I want um you know Johnson saying Bunnings would sell out of sandpaper, which is literally zero out of ten chat. Um <laughs> which, even, which even Johnson conceded. Oh, that the is next that's, day. No, that's that's no good. That's that's no good. That's like a deal breaker chat for me. Yeah. Like as in that's I, I, that is that is crows that's the souls of a crow. If feet. someone from the Barmy Army said that, I'd be like, Oh yeah. But when it's like yeah. a guy you played with. Yeah. Oh. Uh now, but but I'm still grateful because because I think this is I still think I like a lot of people have made this point too. That Gideon made it on the, the cricket out our thing as well. Like it's still services to the media industry from Johnson. There's still a lot of blokes out there who aren't saying shit about yeah. their mates. Yeah. Um. Okay. It's not finessed. Mm. Uh. You, you know, like a Walkley Award winner might, but maybe he's just he's he's allowed to develop. He's he's literally at least to his credit, he has come out Johnson and said like. Uh, yeah, I do hate him. <laughs> you know what I mean? He hasn't pretended that it's like just right, a right, right. just a um, complete intellectual argument, and then you just disagree with him. Like, uh, mm-hmm. and I also think that he's presenting it in a way where he may carve out a new niche in media where he can be like, you know, a, a Russell Brand um, YouTube, <laughs> you know, red pilling on the industry mm-hmm. type yeah. uh, person now, and then he's bringing Chalk Mundine onto that show, mm-hmm. and I'm sort of watching that show. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we're all benefiting. From this, when you think about it, Pfizer actually picks the team. That's right. Which it, which it, <laughs> <laughs> and what about chemtrails in all of this? Visa, well, v, the impending bushfires. You know, so yeah. like, which is, and I want to apologise to Bharat Sundaresan, who does a great podcast with Mitch uh, Johnson, but unfortunately, that podcast has been referred to as the Mitchell Johnson Cricket Show podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that kind of undermines that a little bit, which, a little which bit. is a good show. And shout yeah. out to Bharat. Yeah, yeah. Um, at I'm the same time, India, the country, because of the the nature of the argument, I did find out that the cricket's about to start. <laughs> so I, I I couldn't name one Pakistani cricketer coming out that we're playing against, but I can tell you who hates each other. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I like <laughs> the thing that was funny about it was just like how <sighs> he just came out like fucking spraying machine yeah, gun bullets. Like, normally yeah. in like in Australian cricket, maybe most areas of life, like you start spraying bullets at people when they're like they're a dog that's down, you're kicking them. Yeah. You know, but it's like these guys just won the World Cup. Yeah. Like, Warner's been part of all of it. I the thought Ashes, vibes were good. You, you know, like, mm. Warner's ashes will not be remembered because there wasn't the big hundred. There wasn't the crowning moment, the mm. cream on top. You're totally right. Like, he did some good things at yeah. different times. It was also, it's also hard opening the batting area Pretty as hard. well. You know Pretty what hard. I mean? Played yeah. well at Lords when they went 2-0 up. Yeah. Last game as well before, I don't know, they changed a ball. Mm. And, uh, you know, so he, he, he was okay. Yeah. You know? He was okay. And he was... Excellent at the World Cup, beyond excellent. Yeah. They've won everything. He's been part of it. Mm. It's just kind of like, oh, he's, he's, he's just about got there. He stumbled over the line. Yeah. His numbers aren't great. Yeah. Uh, if, if Bailey picked Bancroft or Renshaw, uh, I'd probably go like, okay, t- big call, big but call, play but on. Yeah. Good, you know, yeah. I think when Boomer is running into bowl next year and mm. Shammy uh, will have wished that whoever's at the other end opening the batting has probably had a couple of tests to play. Mm. But, you know. Warner, 
I'm getting on with my life. I also like the idea that he's getting like a victory lap. I just don't think that's the relationship with no. the public with, uh, no. with, uh, with, with David Warner. Yeah, and I don't, yeah, you, you wonder, like, why, why did Warner want this, you know? But it's probably he, because he can. He's kind of like that. Probably didn't want to bow out at the ashes, you know, to the tune of people calling him a cheat. Probably mm. fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, English people are talking about this, and notice there's, there's like articles knocking around. Uh, English, the, the, like, you know, just that classic, like, Aussies as lowbrow, mm. scoundrels, mm. Uh, Classless beefcakes at ten mm. paces, mm-hmm. chortle at the uncivilized bastardry of it. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys wishing anyone in England cared about their own players <laughs> enough <laughs> to have a feeling about it. Yeah, but good to see England getting involved. Yeah, uh, but I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty. I think it's pretty, pretty funny. It's, it's very great cricket. Like I, I like Johnson having a crack at him, like. Like, you know, there are fast bowlers who do this. Like, you know, in a game, if you're getting absolutely hammered, a really good fast bowler will still just be abusing the opposition. Yep. Johnson's just like, oh, I don't care how good he is. I'm just going at him. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Well, there's uh, – in the meantime, there was a president's – a president's uh, – indeed, there was a prime minister. <laughs> We're a republic now. Prime Minister's 11 game, which if you caught the first uh, first part of that, there was a, a graphic at the bottom, but PMXI versus PAKI. So uh, that was changed. <laughs> that was changed very – Quick, sharp, but that's how it started. So, uh, really, rough, they didn't know about it until rough, it just uh, rendered. So, a rough start for all involved there in the graphics department. But uh, you know, there was there was a bit of a bat off, although it was there between Harris, Bancroft, and Renshaw batting one, two, and was Renshaw three or four? Uh, I think he might have been four actually. Uh, but Renshaw finished one hundred and thirty six red. Yeah. Uh, Bancroft fifty, Harris forty nine. I think it might have been. So, um, you know, does that mean anything? Probably not because they're going to get a test against uh, like twenty odd red. Hey, how are you, slug? Um, <laughs> Then the covers blew off. <laughs> then the covers blew off in a hell of a week for Australian cricket ground staff, generally speaking. But last time I saw Renshaw score a ton v Pakistan, there was a luminary uh, in the press box who didn't look up once and instead was looking up Baltimore Orioles box scores. <laughs> That's a very so, small. Well, now, who in Australian <laughs> cricket likes their baseball? It was just funny to yeah. see this is how it works. It Probably spent a, t- yeah. a lot of tons in his time. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That, that also might have been the same game or same summer where Warner hit a hundred in a yeah. session. Uh, no, that was the next series. Yeah. Okay. Came well, out, they yeah. all blend into one, don't yeah. they? But that was when Renshaw was like 19 fielding at one, fielding at one. Hit, hitting hundreds at the SCG yeah. running weird. Yeah. He got a weird gait. Yeah. But mm. he's, he, I think he's better. He's better for that run now. Renshaw. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if he's close. Um, I agree. Also, he was there for the ashes and he also played instead of Travis head in the border of Asuka series. Yeah. Um, they like him before they made them, uh, before they made that change because Warner hurt his elbow, didn't he? Was it elbow? Is that what he hurt? Where Warner? In Delhi. Was it? Yeah, was it Delhi? Yeah. You got, you got cracked by Shami. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No good. No good. Um, Siraj, actually, Siraj. Huh? So, uh, you might have seen conversation. Again, this is all about, this is so, this is when you know it's good because Australia mm-hmm. only looking at them themselves. How can we make our very good team even more perfect? Mm-hmm. And I love, like, I do think that this level of arrogance where, like, look at what the team has won in the year they've had, but it's still like, I think he is a cunt. So that's going to be my yeah. issue now. And I want to like just just shift the, yeah. the chairs around just a little bit, just get my fantasy team right, who's got the best impact player points so it fits into mm. my perfect yeah. little world. You're talking with the test team here? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, just Australian cricket generally, Yeah, people just aren't still – like, it was, it's amazing know, online care to see a lot of reaction with this, like, Warner stuff as well. Like, a lot of people still just – they've just drawn the line in the sand. They don't like the side. Like can you? Is that a generational thing? Like you look at SMH online, mm. the Age Online responses to articles, yeah. and it's just 
anti-Warner Deluxe. Well, then you go on Reddit and it's just the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that um, because of the, uh, again, not even polarising, the, the, the distaste for, that many people have with Warner, I think like Johnson's article almost gave that like a, mm. it was almost like a message board to then leave your yeah. anger towards him despite, I, in my opinion, Johnson's complete lack of point or uh, validity with his argument. He, he launched the anti-Warner campaign. <laughs> yeah, right. Basically the people who um, for the next three tests are going to ensure that Warner is, and, and those who have appreciated his work, are always going to be reminded that he's um, behaved poorly at different times and basically want to make his life, you know, at least in you know media terms, a living hell until he retires because of their, um, you know, grandstanding over who he is or who he's you know, been. The other thing in the article, going back to that about like, you know, he's never fully uh, apologised or ne- never fully um, owned. owned sandpaper. It's like no one has been more punished than David Warner. I, if like, if you even remove the fact that like the bands themselves, again, my opinion, were a fucking joke or a year, yeah. a year in jail yeah. for, for what happened. And yeah. then he's still punished forever for never being able to captain any side despite oh, no, for, leading for many IPL people, winning teams, etc. No punishment will be enough. Yeah, you know, right, they'll, they'll right. just want to see him suffer. Oh, People can't walk like and chew gum a because fucking he, absurd he, has, argument. he does. He has carried on in the past. He's of not. Course, a, he's of an abrasive character. Yeah. I think most mature adults can like shrug their shoulders and go, "Yeah, no, don't don't rate it that much." Yeah. Good cricketer, but not not the greatest not fan. Yeah. I'm not going to like um get my knickers in a twist mm. about it at all times and ensure that he doesn't enjoy his send off because I don't think he's been a pro, you know justifiably yeah, yeah, yeah. punished yeah. enough. I mean, who's Who's owned sandpaper more than Warner? Yeah. Plenty of blokes, I reckon, in that side <laughs> yeah. are very grateful for the extent yeah. to which he's owned it, and that yeah. might come out later. And I also thought that Warner's mm. response to Johnson at the uh, at the Fox launch, launch, where he was like, he's entitled to his opinion, mm. I thought that was very appropriate. Uh, I think if anybody is reserving the right to bring a second side to a story, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's David Warner. <laughs> so he's, he's sitting there just like yeah. chin stroking, yeah. going, yes, Mitch, I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. suppose I must yeah. concede that yeah. you do have your own view yeah. about something. <laughs> Imagine sitting water down and be yeah. like, so David, what's your side of the story? <laughs> so that's right. Is Mitch entitled to another side of the story on something? Uh, so he's like, yeah. So, I, I, you know, uh, I don't know. I thought it was, I think it's um, kind of fine. Anyway, yeah, I suppose the, the question remains about who is going to replace Warner at the end of uh, this Pakistan series. I mean, like, you're just looking at the bowling attack and like, you know, I think Warner's got a pretty good chance of doing enough to get himself to Sydney, you know, just a 50 here and there, maybe an 80, you know, he's going to get himself to Sydney. Uh, to, to play at last test match. But that, if that is his last test match, then who does replace him? And there's been a conversation about, you know, just you, you pick your top six batters in the country and Cameron Green you would be in the uh, conversation for in that uh, top six if Marsh plays instead of... Um, instead of Green in the first three test matches here. Now, uh, I saw Mark War suggest that they should they should be looking at Cameron Green to open the batting. Um that to me suggests that like this is part of the reason why Warner has continued to have a lean run but not be replaced because the 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 incumbents of Bancroft, Harris, and even Renshaw, it's like ah, it's not quite there, is it? Doesn't feel like it's quite there. Now Green opening the batting to me feels like nah, I. I don't, I don't, that doesn't feel right been to me. A fan. Like, a lot of people were talking about a lot. You know, they're worried about strike rates and stuff. It's like. So we need a like-for-like like replacement. I mean, mm. what did we learn out of Shane Warne? There's no like-for-like. Like. I'm, I'm not saying Warne is the equivalent of Shane Warne, but it's like when players leave, you don't just look for like um, some cardboard cutout yeah. replacement. You just find a new way to do your cricket team. You know, like when Warner started, there, Travis yeah. wasn't in the side. There's strike right there. Like, yeah. Mitch Marsh is coming lower. Like, I, I do think uh, Australian selectors are like some of the most – they make some of the most conservative selections and have done for time immemorial. It's served them well. I, I suspect that they'll just mm. replace – 
Warner with another with the next cab off the rank. We have yeah. a, we have a cab rank system. Yeah. in Australian cricket, but I have also noted that there seems to be a due to Andrew McDonald comments like a, a swirl of conversation about whether Mitch Marsh steps up there and Australia adopts a um, mm. a baseball um, adjacent style of cricket, which seems to be the direction Australia is going as well. Uh, I, I, because they really, really, really want to get Cameron Green into the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. That's an interesting one. I think so much could change between now and that test in Adelaide against the West Indies. Yep. I mean, Mitch Marsh is, deserves to be the six. It's his spot at the moment. Um, what can he offer with the ball these days, Mitch Marsh, which mm. is part of that that job? Uh, can his body stand up to that over three tests? It may, maybe it can. Uh, I, I think by the time Adelaide rolls around, things could have, could have changed. Alex Malcolm noted today, I noticed again, he's always – really on with this kind of stuff. Like if they want to get Lance Morris into the side, who's not used to bowling really long spells, do you have to back him up with an all-rounder who can bowl 15 overs, for example? Right. Can Mitch Marsh bowl 15 overs? Doubt yeah. it. Yeah. You know, if like Mitch Marsh hasn't has barely played like two first-class games in a row for ages. So I think there's a lot of body rig shit that will come into yeah. this before we even get to Adelaide. They also play hardly any test matches next year. There's got, they've, got, uh, the, yeah. the, they've got the Sydney test and they've got – well, sorry, in this summer they, have, they play five tests, three against Pakistan, two against the West Indies, and they've got two against New Zealand and then mm. nothing at all until India come out here next year for five test matches. Mm. Um, so there's not a whole lot of work to be uh, to put into the legs for the test match guys, mm. which again to the point of like who would who should replace Warner getting more test matches in um, to like a, you know, a Bancroft or Renshaw or whatever. Mm. Um, there's not a whole lot of time before India come out here again. And obviously they'll be desperate to win that one having lost twice in a row to mm. India um, mm. out here. So, uh, you know, those are all things that are happening. Um, I believe the team we're playing against is Pakistan. Mm, um, okay. And uh, Abra Ahmed, who's taken 38 poles and six tests so far, he's out of the Perth test, maybe out of the mm. whole tour after a knee injury in the uh, PM's 11 game. So Norman Ali will lead the uh, the spin attack. He's taken 47 poles in 15 tests. He's a left arm orthodox. Um, and uh, that's going to be some of the easiest milking of runs you've ever seen, Peza. <laughs> Smith and Manus just just working it to the leg side, just pushing one to point, just ticking it over, just yeah. letting it all wash over you. Yeah, just hear just hearing the uh, the the cavernous fucking din of yeah. uh, of, Stadium, of people yeah. in Perth mm. just chatting about God knows what. Um, <laughs> we've all, you know we've kissed the JL ring. He's yeah. given his uh, endorsement yeah, of the test. Yeah. It's the West Test now. He's yeah. behind it. Yeah, uh, and it's just it's yeah it's going to be Manus milking to leg, isn't it? Yeah, really, Manus milking to leg. Yeah, that's what he. That's what he does. Well, the attack Norman is going to be Shaheen Freddy, uh, Hassan Ali is probably going to play as well. Then it's Mur Hamza and Muhammad Wasim, maybe, who's got okay. a little bit like about that. him. Yeah, that's a little good. bit about him. But you're looking at your, your second, third, fourth yeah, spells, and it's right. like, oh, yeah, just ease yourself into the summer, I mean, Australia. Yeah, when the when the Amazon test, you know, Doco comes out with season seven or whatever mm. it is, you know, just you know that the pregame chat's just going to be like, ah, oh, get him into his third spell, fourth spell. Let's yeah. see if he can crank it up then. You know? <laughs> side of the side <laughs> of the mouth. He's a great player, Shaheen Shah Freddy. It would have been fucking awesome if you'd had, uh, you know, Nazim Harris Shah. Ralph and Nazim Shah with him. Yeah, I mean Harris Ralph is here, but he's a, yeah, no, he, 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 he chose a high, green. He chose another a, green. He chose a high-profile competition. <laughs> uh, Who's he playing for in grade career, Harris Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> 
Pez, did you ever get frustrated you cannot watch certain live sports events because they aren't being televised yes. in your country? Well, with NordVPN, I can switch my virtual location to a country that is showing said live sports event I want to watch so I don't miss out and can watch the action live, 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 live. Also, Pez, being on the brink of global recession, as you know, and as we often talk about here in the studio, being on the brink of global recession, the world is going a bit crazy, so I need to cut back on some spending and save some money whilst protecting myself online with Nord. VPN that helps me save money as well as protect myself and my family from cybercrime. Okay, I can change my virtual location and sign up for a subscription service via other countries and pay a cheaper price, e.g., sign up to Netflix whilst being in Mexico mm. or other places around the world that aren't Mexico. It's much cheaper than in the US or the UK. Also, you can book flights and holidays via another country and pay less. So, NordVPN essentially pays for itself. You can grab an exclusive NordVPN deal by going to the custom URL through the episode show notes to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus four months for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. You can go to nordvpn.com forward slash TGC. nordvpn.com forward slash TGC. Are you suggesting that in Australia there may be certain new subscription services you need to sign up to in order to watch certain content that you want to watch in Mm. light of recent events, but you may actually have other options through NordVPN? That's right. Is that what you're suggesting? So, for instance, if you want to watch the national team play in, like, international tournaments, but you don't currently – Of repute. Like one specifically that might mean that they have every single trophy available at the one time, possibly, but you don't have the current streaming service. You can use NordVPN.com forward slash TGC to access other ways and maybe get that a bit cheaper or even free. Yeah, So so, so through the advertisement that you have just uh, provided, people may actually be able to essentially make money or save money through using NordVPN and the code... TGC. TGC. Well, it's nordvpn.com forward slash TGC is there. Well, yeah, hey, so, yeah. apologies for the value That's once just, again. Hey, speaking of value, let's talk about the Big Bash before we get uh, Will Sullivan and Fergus O'Neill in the studio right. here. BBL. Okay. Renegade Scorchies last night. Red versus Orange last night. Called off after six overs due to shit tip. Reason, shit tip. <laughs> Result, <laughs> shit tip. <laughs> now, Pesson, we've seen some shit tips over the years. Oh fucking oath we have. This this was um this this was dangerous shit tip. Do you remember last year at the was it the Gabba against South Africa? That was that became a little bit silly. That was getting that was getting nearly dangerous shit tip. But this was this was big bash shit tip. No, only other countries have bad pitches. Mm. Not 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 us. Not us. Not us. We don't. <clears throat> and uh, how come when you do you never call it out? Except when you do it right now and you call it a shit tip. Yeah, pr- um, pretty uh pretty grim last night in uh, Geelong. Obviously heaps of rain knocking about, but um shit tip. <laughs> fun my, to say. my favorite um like i, I uh shoot i just put my kids to bed and done various uh like chores around the house and i call them chores and then just sat down to turn the bbl on as is my want That's as is all of our what want, you want it a, is of a sunday and evening. that is a good thing about the bbl yeah that it really is it's like it's yeah. it's 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 on you turn it on it washes who's on tonight red versus orange it is like that and that's I, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, it's a vulnerable thing to say, yeah. But sitting down and there's some cricket on, uh, taking the coverage that you like, mm-hmm. uh, 
and 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 let it wash over you. I did that, and I I tuned in as they were off the field. I think they must have only come off like fifteen minutes before that or something, and you could just hear like a little tension in the voice of uh of punter mm. and James Brayshaw when we get into that area of life, you know, in cricket where people start, you know, um, pontificating on. Uh, I think what 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 should we call it? You know the it's a joke versus get on with it dichotomy of uh, of cricket. It's a tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. Yeah. It's a joke versus get on with it, depending on what suits you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you could, as I heard I heard punter use the like the yeah. classic prefixes yeah. like if you've played the game, yeah. I'm like oh now oh, we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Now we talking. Now my shirt's yeah, off and I'm waving it over my head. Exactly. Oh, you've played a game. Yeah. And he's right. Um, Just taking um, my towel off and I'm waving it like an NBA bencher. And I, I, it was, it was um, like paired with the footage of Will Sutherland, who we'll speak too soon, ruining the game. Like it's a he, glass of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pair, pairing it, pairing with, it a, with the uh, highlights of, of, um, of, mm. of Southo bowling it into the drenched wet patch. Yes, and it was the uh, the take of Quinton de Kock that yeah. did me. <laughs> uh, like Quinny de Kock, basically, oh. Quinny de Kock could have won the World Cup with South Africa yeah. and would still look like you'd prefer to go fishing. What's to go fishing? Uh, but. Uh, you know, he's obviously out here with the gates, uh, yeah. just having a game. Obviously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just about. Yeah. Uh, he's got his he's got his pads inside his uh, pants, yeah. Yeah. and he's just like he actually does he drop a catch in the lead up to it as well, the inside edge. Well, there was at least there was a noise. He he drops one, but um, but then there's one to Joss English, Joss Joss uh, Joss yes. English, sorry, yeah. and Joss um, English, and. Uh, and he he like he couldn't have caught the ball more nonchalantly yeah, before yeah, yeah. burying his face yeah. inside the glove. Oh no! Yeah, it's like this. <laughs> oh god! And I thought, yeah, that's probably when you know. That I wish was, I was uh, playing in the IL twenty. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it's called. Uh, so yeah, that was a shame. Do you do you uh, you know do you buy in to? Oh, this is just an embarrassment for the BBL. Well, Pezzo, so. once you've played the game, um, like yes. I have, and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I remember me old coach, uh, his name was Rob Backer. And, uh, um, uh, what, no, no, it was just, um, the, I mean, they made, they made the right call. It's just it's just unfortunate on the, in the same week where, like, the covers have blown off Monica and then uh, there's a washout in Adelaide the game the, the night before and then this game. It feels like it's compounded effect. Um, it's, just, it's like one of the easiest things to bash the BBL. This feels like it wasn't like underprepared. Yeah. It was just fucking, it just pissed it down and it was wet and it was like taking divots out of it. So well, that, Vaughan came out and said they should put more covers on. Like instead of one, like use two. Happens too often. Yeah. More, more covers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just There's I, a reference there to a condom, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's there. Yeah, it's there. It's there. I don't know how to sort of access it. Uh, the old. <laughs> It's like me through the leg side. I just couldn't access it. That's right. It's yeah, technical I'll put it in, in the cricket terms there for you. Um, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't well, okay. Here, here was my experience of watching it. Um, I was watching Shit's Creek <laughs> and then I got bored. Is that and a so, rewatch? Uh, I've never watched it before, but okay. LJ has been watching it again. So Meant to get good, like uh, second season or something. Do you know what, Shit's mate? Right? Unpopular opinion. I don't really like it. Yeah, no, no. So I, 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 I watched two episodes. Now. Yeah, and I didn't like it. But yeah. that everyone's like, no, no, no. You, you yeah, gotta stick it. with it, mate. I'm up to season six. It's the last season. It's I'm hanging in there. Doesn't got good. <laughs> yeah. So you're watching Shit's Creek. Anyway, so watching Shit's Creek, and then I got bored, and then so I went on Instagram. A couple of dancers there, a couple of TikToks. Shit, mate, so some commentary. Yeah. I'm into it now. Yeah. Now I'm laughing. Now I'm having a good time. Yeah. And then yeah. I scroll. One down. eye on Shit's Creek. Sorry. Mm, sort of. Yeah. Okay. But just and then uh, dancers. And then I see. A highlight of Will Sutherland bowling a ball that basically bounces over Josh English. Yeah, or was yeah, it yeah. Josh English? That's no, gone. His name's gone. Um, <laughs> uh, 
and then I'm interested. So I, I didn't see the whole experience of it. So I don't, I don't know how much of a shit tip it was, but I'm just, I've seen the package where like, it's like a decking all over the place. And then mm. the ball, like- oh, it's gone. The, it's, it was no good. But like the, 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 the one that calls the game off is actually genuinely dangerous. Like if that- Oh, there's no discussion. <laughs> like, yeah, as yeah. In, so yeah, so, so, so how did that happen? I don't know. Yeah. Cause I wasn't watching the game. Yeah. It was just a, it was a very bad wet patch. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, so who's to blame there? Covers. Immigrants? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like, so have, have you have you got into the BBL much to commence with? I watched the game on Friday night. I watched the mm. Sixers and- um, Gates. Wow. Yeah. The, I watched Pink First Red. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was good. I enjoyed yeah. that. Uh, I watched a little bit of uh, Colin Munro's innings on the first night. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, and Rocket Man. So that's been yeah. my consumption so far. Yeah. I only caught, caught second innings of the of Heat- um, stars. Stars? Yeah. They uh, got pumped by 113. Yeah, so I, I missed Collins' innings. I caught um, uh, Mitch Swepson's salad looking really good. Yeah, looks good. Um, some throwback highlight to Amy Shark bowling cricket ball. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Robo guy. Uh, and I was on – I had my laptop, so I had KO going mm. and uh, just them talking about um, the, the English import, Paul Walter. And they call him Tall Paul. Right. Um, that rhymes. He's six foot eight, and they call him Tall Paul, and his pants are too short for him at the uh, the the, <laughs> the old bottom of the pant there. Yeah. So do you, know, I, do you know what I call his him? His pants are too short. I'd call him tiny. Yeah. <laughs> so swept some salad, Amy Shark, Robo Guy, Tall Paul, uh, and <laughs> Summer's here, baby. Uh, a couple other things to notice in all seriousness. BBL is also something that like. Um, where, where numbers are dropping down in front of your eyes like Galifianakis there. Like uh, right. like I saw after the first night that it was reported that, that like seven had reported bumper ratings, 1.9 million people tuning in nationwide to, to the first game. Feels like a lot. Um, I also saw somebody write that more people watched Bill Bailey on ABC. And I just feel like the, the BBL is attracting its own culture of like, uh, look, mm. I don't know what, I, I don't have the time to delve into these. Anyone CA want to, you know, let me know or whatever, but like, mm. um, and you're dependent industry experts, but like you, you, you never know if it's going well. A lot of mm. people tell you it's going well, people won't, but people tell it's going terribly. It just, mm. It's just like an, it's almost like creating its own economy of that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, it feels like when I go to the mechanic and they, they look at me and they, they tell me the things that are going wrong and how dumb I am for not realizing that they're going wrong. But it's like, but I don't know what these things mean because yes. I'm not a mechanic. So yes. it's feels the same thing with like with ratings. It's like you say a number, it's like, is that good? Yeah. What's good? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, cool story. Uh, I mean, cool story in that. Like Ben Dwarshus in the Sixers. His, yeah, his dad yeah. passed away recently. Yeah. Played a great, he turned out for the Sixers. A lot of guys um, getting around him deluxe for that. Played a really good game. Um, but, but but shout out to Ben. Thinking of you. Uh, Do you know what? Uh, just just with the Sixers and the and the Scorchies, they, that clearly the two best teams again. Um, which has been like four years in a row. Is that yeah. right? That they've played against each other. Well, Adelaide had they haven't, Adelaide have haven't a had a team. game yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's fair enough. I, I, I guess what I'm saying is the Sixers look good. Good yeah. win against the Reds, against yeah. the Red team, and Scorchies will consistently be good because they have good players. Mm. Um, Glenn Maxwell, oh, Rashid Khan's out. Yeah. This was reported a little while ago. That's, that's going to hurt. That's, that's, that's going to hurt. Adelaide Blue. Uh, Max Maxi got injured, so mm. he's out a couple games. Yeah, um, but he's commentating. Yeah, uh, and Sampa took a spell as well last night. Yes, Sampa's been managed. Yeah, burnt out from the World Cup. I, heard, I read some quotes this morning. So like, okay. it's, it's well, he's done. It's he's been doing a bit. Yeah, yeah. Plus, he was injured for the entire World Cup, and whilst carrying the side, yeah. uh, to stay in the tournament. So that was that was. I thought that was good as well. 
that he did that, that he kept playing. So that's the BBL rap. <laughs> it's just so hard when there's a game every night. Let's do, and we uh, check I'm, in every I'm week. I'm still open to it. Like we all like we still all want it to go well. Still is the domestic franchise product. Yeah. You know? And like it's easy it it's must easy go to well. laugh at it. Yeah. I think it's because like in you know, particularly with what's happened in the World Cup, we just always expect in Australia that everything we have here is the best thing. Yeah. And when it's not the best thing, when it's like third, fourth, sixth order mm. domestic franchise tournament, it's got a little cartoonish feel, a different yep. kind of strategy. Yep. Uh, it's not the it's not the um, the peak of cricket. Mm. I think it doesn't sit well with Australian audiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, there's so, you know, we could delve into this for ages. Mm. Like having covered the IPL for a couple of years as well, like the grounds in Australia are big. You don't get as many sixes. Yeah. The, the, it's harder to fill the ground and give it the sense of it being like yeah. really heavily yep. watched as well. Do Australian cricket fans, like match going fans, consume cricket on a, like a league basis, a night by night thing? Obviously in Perth they do, big mm. deal. Uh, I don't know. You know, what, what do we want? Are we going to like, are we. We're not going to settle until every game is sold out and it's like, and it is the main thing in summer. It's hard to say. It's funny, isn't it? Having watched, like, you know, consumed the IPL for a number of years, but not just that, but just coming off the back of the uh, Indian World Cup. Uh, and then you go to the, the Australian grounds and like, fuck, the grounds feel enormous. Yeah. Like enormous. Mm. Like, and how hard it is to hit like consecutive boundaries or like three boundaries in and over. So like if they, you know, you look at like uh, how, especially in the IPL, how far teams can chase from behind. Two, yeah. o- two overs left, 38 to win. Yeah. You're nearly back in the batting team yeah. most times there. Whereas in Australia, like it's got to be down to like 20, 20 yeah, or 12, know. you know. When, when the Heat made 200 plus in the first game like huge score this is purely anecdotal and feel no data behind it so i could well be wrong but like but but i feel like in in other leagues like the 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 team batting second can take that deep with skill and expertise and there are there are structures that assists it whereas so often the bbl if the team batting first gets away it's like a good night nurse good night nurse i'm going to to bed now but yeah Uh, it's only 7.15. It would, <laughs> you got to bed early. He's like, yeah, well, it's game over. It's game <laughs> yeah. over now. Yeah, but the cricket match is finished. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. But I do. I do. I'm. Uh, it is easy to kind of get stuck into the BBL. I'm not. No, I've still got hope for it. Yeah, i got hope. Uh, all right, here is Will Sutherland and Fergus O'Neill. If you are a grown man and you are wearing um, team kit, you're a pedophile. The federal police should be called immediately. Hey, cops pulling up. Got that team kit on my back. Chops, I got none. I got beer, I tatted on my sack. Hey, August turns forever, cause I never take a catch. Lost my spot in third grade, and I'll never take it back. Dispatch to the car park. Taking center, that shit not marked right. No, it's Jack, once another pawn and chicken night. Ay, I got too much on my plate, I couldn't have another bite. Ay, saw some blimp, ay, ay, new stick, new me. And I pray I average more than 13. In the shed, skip away, and almost nothing but a shirt. Hit the tubs, then I get back home. Turn them over, and then I go to work. Ravindra, Rajaja, Chin Chin, and Baba. Fucking semi final, cause the shield's on, and I'm so yeah, charged. Yeah, yeah. Put a bag in my head right now. MCG had more of a crowd. Watching Maxi 200. Daily A. Me think it amazing. Cops pulling up. Got that team kit on my back. Chops, I got none. I got beer, I tatted on my sack. Ay, August turns forever, cause I never take a catch. Lost my spot in third grade, and I'll never take it back. Cops pulling up. Don't eat on my back. Chops, I got none. I got beer, I tatted on my sack. Ay, August turns forever, cause I never take a catch. Lost my spot in third grade, and I'll never take it back. Is it too far? It's just for you. Is it too far? This interview 
with two young bucks on the couch is brought to you by Shane Watson's Winning the Inner Battle. Now, we have an endorsement for this book that goes beyond your voice and my voice, he goes. As, uh, People guys, have had enough. Guys who've played a few grades of cricket, uh, every grade. Um, we're actually sitting here with Will Sutherland, who has just said off air, I kid you not, I swear by this book. This is Shane Watson's Winning the Inner Battle, a cricket book, ostensibly a cricket book, helping with the psychology of the game, but I'd say life as well. Uh, Will, what's the book done for you? Actually has done a lot. Um, great marketing for the book here, but um, yeah, mental skills um, probably gets under-talked about in cricket and um, yeah, it's revolutionised my T20 game, so would definitely endorse it and, and reckon yeah, everyone should, should read it if they get a chance. <sighs> How about that? <laughs> Winning the battle, shanewatson.au, forget the .com in that, um, straight from the horse's mouth. Will Sutherland hit four sixes the other night. Um, Watto's doing the business for everybody. That's Shane Watson winning the inner battle. Okay, unprofessional of me to actually introduce you, Will, before you even... Um, he has to go now. Yeah, you've actually yeah, had to go, Will. <laughs> but, but, but on the couch today, we've got a couple of young bucks from the Gades, from Victorian Cricket, uh, Fergus O'Neill, Will Sutherland, uh, a couple of fucking rigs and some salad as well. Fuck, like there some in, handshakes. In the flesh, there's some handshakes. There was some handshakes. It's a, I just popped my shoulder out. It's a forearm. Fucking hell. me up. Uh, <laughs> boys, uh, w- w- welcome to the couch. Thank you very much. Very excited to be here. Very excited. You say you have a flat kind of monotone voice as you, as you say that. Are you being sincere? <laughs> no, yeah. Sorry, I'll up it. Very, very, very And Will, you have well, a good, yeah. um, you have a good corporate posture as you sit there, yeah, yeah. gripping your hands nicely. <laughs> is, that, is that a, is that a lineage thing? You look very yeah, assured. Yeah. You are the captain of Victoria, to be fair. So I don't mean to be rude, but it just, it just, it, it looks its presence. You know, make it till you make it, sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's jump straight in. A lot of things to talk about uh, on this show, but let's jump straight into it as we record. Uh, we're we're 12 hours after uh, scenes at, uh, down there at Geelong last night where the game was called off between the Scorchers and the Renegades. And I just want to put the first question to you, Will. Um, why did you do it? Yeah, why'd why, you do why, it? Did, why did you have yeah. to go and bash that uh, mm. drenched length unlike anybody else? Oh, look, it was, it was cold. Um, <laughs> thought, I, thought I was going to get lined up. Didn't want to bat on it. Wanted to get home. Plenty of reasons there. So just... Tilted the same, thought I'd nibble a few, and uh, rest <laughs> is history. <laughs> we were just talking yeah. earlier about like the way uh, the way Quinton de Kock actually received the ball, mm. said everything oh. you needed to know about yeah. what the boys wanted to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. uh, enough, he, enough. Yeah, it, it, the, he received it with such nonchalance. You know, mm. he was just like, yeah, we, it just puts his glove over his face. Uh, I can't imagine there were too many players out there saying that. Nah, like, let, let's actually get on with it, boys. Especially not with uh, Jai Richardson. <laughs> At the other, got to be steaming in. That's what I was speaking to Quinny after the game, and he's like, "Mate, and Joe Clark actually like, we we saved ourselves there. Like Sado's team man, and he's he's done the team thing there because those balls, like to a left hander at whatever Jai bowls, hundred and forty five, that could have been the end for for a couple of the boys. But what do you say to uh, you know like? Um, Warhammer sixty nine on Twitter, who says, "Boys, you just got to, you just got to, you just got <laughs> to get on with it." You know, like, like uh, we're, we're, you know, us non professionals are really sick of hearing professional players say, oh, look, game. "Look, if you know, yeah, if you've yeah. actually played the game, you understand that's really dangerous." I yeah. mean, I'm watching at home. I've got Doritos dropping onto my belly. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just want to, you know, have a, have a night in front of the box. You know, like I uh, just forget about the strains of life. I, I did read. One this morning, um, Bradman would have been tearing in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, no lead. 
<laughs> would have got on with it back in my day. Exactly. But I don't uncover pictures all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I got a message as well, actually, from Sarge, Jimmy Seymour, and he was telling me, he's like, there's no difference to four-day test variable bounce. Like, what about the cracks on the whacker? Like, some of the point. stuff you see it's is- a good point. Uh, it's outrageous. Yeah. Um, I think we were very lucky that we bowled first last night. Game's gone soft. At what point, At what point? like, do you think, like, oh, we probably shouldn't be on this anymore? Was it just that ball that you bowled, like, the last one that you bowled to, to Inglis? Was was that, like, the tipping point? Was that straw that broke the camel's back? Or was there, like, sorry, before was the game before when the you're, like, you're sticking yeah. your fucking digit into the wicket on a shit tip? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, look, you could have probably called it a bit earlier than that Okay, ball. yeah. Um, yeah. That one exploded more than anything yeah, yeah, yeah. else. And yeah. you got the response from Ingo there, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have played any cricket on it last night yeah. if I was a match ref, but yeah. yeah. Well, English has just won the World Cup as well, so what he what he says goes. Mm. Like he has yeah, a lot exactly. of weight, a lot, a lot of social capital there. Like if he's mm. like swinging and missing, just hit a hundred in India as well in one of the five T twenties that apparently happened yeah. uh, afterwards. <laughs> so like if he's not hitting, it, then like, what are you? What are we doing here? You know? Yeah, I did say to him, um, a bit different to the subcontinent. This one, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did a bit of classic band there, and yeah. he, he didn't take it too well. So, uh, yeah. yeah, off you went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you guys, you boys, must have been gutted. It was called off. Yeah, I, presu- I presume straight on the bus and home for an early night. I was yeah. so upset. Yeah, I was tired. I was, I was to go to sleep. So, yeah. yeah, I saw you walking onto the wicket with a tin in your hand. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I was I was considering it to be honest. The first thing I did on the bus was have a few cans, so it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and, and after you guys do anything afterwards, or just straight straight back to the hotel? Ah, yeah, it was. <laughs> we um, you know, the the new ten day breaks is, is coming at a perfect break. time. So yeah. I thought it was rude not to invest in a you know a bit of team bonding. I think we'll call that An so, investment. Yeah. yeah, investment till till all hours, which was great. <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit this morning, but. <laughs> it was worth it. Hey, ten ten day break. Ten day break. Fine. Ten day break. Exactly right. Quinny, yeah. Quinny, did Quinny come out with the boys as well? Nah, we wanted him to, but I, I was trying to get him to the casino, but um, <laughs> he ended up <laughs> he ended up staying home. Sakesy Sakesy was telling me Quinny shout the casino. He just signed this massive deal for Lucknow or whatever they're called. So yeah, I was I was hoping to tag along with him, but I ended up tagging along with a few of the other boys. So it was good. Nice one. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, of Deals in India. Um, Will your sister's just gone for four hundred k? Run me, just run me through. Uh, people want to know this. Where are we at? Visa V the sort of pecking order of the, the family. Uh, you captain Victoria Gades uh, <laughs> yeah. working under Watto up and coming. It, you, where are you coming in? Sort of three or four in the family yeah. in terms of achievements. Look, mm. I think after last night, officially the black sheep of the family. <laughs> um, yeah. Probably below the dog. So what's that? Rank six. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nah, it looked pretty pretty good there from Belzy. So we're watching at the dinner table, and everyone yeah. is watching. Yeah, yeah everyone's watching. watching yeah. yeah, yeah. Were you were you with? Was she there as well? She was with there, the family. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. a lot of players claim they're not watching the auction. It's like, oh, I just woke yeah. up. Oh, I'll see. I've yeah. just gone for four hundred. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, where I don't really, you know, don't my manager just tells me. Yeah, yeah. 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 where am I playing? Were you watching it just for the Chris Kringle value going up for the family Christmas this year? Four hundred k all of a sudden. Yeah, fifty bucks not enough for me, Bells. Yeah, hopefully a little. Yeah, she can just slide something my way. Can you like? I mean, maybe this is getting into like pr- private family areas too much. But like, what does it, what does it look like when the family? You said family sitting around a dinner table watching the WPL auction, yeah, and your sister's there. So, like, what is the chat 
Like what? Do you, like as well, it's going on, there's paddles going up. Is, is there? A, and you're only going to give away what you're going to give away. But no, yeah. we can go deep into the, the family <laughs> dynamics here. <laughs> it, was a, it was a Christmas dinner because obviously Annabelle's going to India, so yep. it was the last time we'll be together as a family. That's nice. Um, maybe that was tactical because it was auction night, so yeah. maybe Dad organised it so yeah. we can all watch the auctions. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, we we just yeah had dinner and then gathered around the the family table and got the KO out and. Um, hundred inch TV started counting. Cash, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Told the butler to clear the plates. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah. all good. <laughs> uh, is it like um, I didn't catch it? The auction? Are we looking? At, w- w- are we looking at bidding wars? Was there? Was there a couple yeah, of multiples? Play? Yeah. I think that's that's the keys, and I think there was a there was a little three way going mm. on at one point, um, which obviously. Like like the house auction, that's what you want, isn't it? So mm. kept forcing her price up, and yeah, I think she woke up with full pockets the next day. So I've, I've heard from a few of the boys that the um, the bit of a alpha off between some of the the owners. So like the oh, whoever it is, perfect, yeah. doesn't like such and such, and it's just like, nah, I want Belzy personal yeah. vendetta, personal vendetta, <laughs> yeah. bang bang bang. So that's exactly what you need. Wop it out, sort of stuff. Exactly oh. right. Oh. Yeah, 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 now yeah. we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Building into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Will, uh, there's, a, there's a lineage of Sutherlands on this podcast. Um, and mm. in fact, in terms of uh, ranking systems, you're actually, you've got the bronze medal because we've had your dad on. Yep. Uh, we've had Annabelle on and now it's your turn. And I believe there's some sort of history here about what you wanting to come on to uh, avenge, not, not maybe not avenge, it's, it's quite an aggressive word, but like, yeah. um, you know, uh, avenge for the sins of your father on this podcast <laughs> in the eyes of yourself. Like, Pretty I thought he was quite good when he came on the show, but apparently not in the Sutherland household. Um, oh, look, I listened to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he played straight, that's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I can play a few more shots than he did. Yeah. Um, lift the strike rate a little bit. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, very diplomatic as always, the old boy. Yeah, well, he told us that, he told us uh, when he was, uh, you know, head of cricket Australia at the time. He did say that the BCCI champed him, which was quite a good memory, to be fair. Well, so. I think what actually happened was that, like, I asked, "Do you get champed by the BCCI?" Yeah. And there's a chance that he may not have understood what I'd said uh, and kind right. of just muttered like, "Yes." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he knew exactly what I said, but Maybe you wouldn't want to comment on that ahead. You know, there's, there's IPL auctions coming up. You hit, you, hit, you, you know, you're playing well, so. Yeah. Getting matches yeah. called off, you're yeah. a powerful man. Oh, mm. look, yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll see. Yeah, I'll see what he can do for me there. There's <laughs> no, a bit of boycott stuff there early. Yeah. Fergus, I, I noticed the other day on uh, the coverage of the Sixers Renegades game, uh, they kept crossing to Nathan Lyon. And at one point, he said, like, I have some very interesting company to my right. And it was you sitting there. Are uh, you able to divulge why he might have referred to your company as interesting? Uh <laughs> That's a great question. Thanks. No, nah, the Gazza Gazza's the man. I've haven't had much to do with him. Played against him once, but yeah, he's got a few stories for me. I was sharing a few stories with him, and mm. he, he stitched me up there. He said he made sure he come and sat next to me, and he said, "When I'm on the coverage here, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get you involved." But it's pretty daunting when they've got the mic on and you're chatting a bit of dross with the boys, <laughs> and then he's going, shh, 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 "Stop, stop, I'm, I'm on now." So I had to watch my tongue there for a little bit, but yeah, it's pretty cool to be. Uh, talking, talking shit with, and and being around the goat, he's mm. been great so far. Yeah, mm. it must have been amazing. Like your rise, generally speaking, like um, getting into the Victorian side, first wicket in first class cricket. Travis Head, he's pretty good. You know, then getting yourself into a contract in the BBL. Has it been like? Do you feel like it's been a steady progression? Because in my consumption of you, anyway, in your career so far, it has been quite meteoric. I suppose. Does it feel like that? 
Yeah, very much so. I think I was just pretty happy to be there early doors. Yeah. Like, yeah, as you said, probably very lucky to get Hedy out. I bowled him a off-the-pitch half volley, which he, <laughs> well, he slayed me a few times, but then nicked one to, to Petey. Well, that's and how you get him. Yeah. Yeah, it sort was – Sort of set um, him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. – <laughs> Wide plan. Plan, wide plan. <laughs> but, yeah, no, as you said, it's kind of just – steadily taking one step at a time and now to get the soft seat for the renegades and watch the boys go about it hopefully for for the season for a good season would be um would be optimal sneak in for a game maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're being you're being humble you, you got uh your top wicket taker for victoria this year you're 23 in five games um why do you call yourself brownless um uh, i don't know how i reckon it was marcus harris has called me that but I used to be a landscaper, have the rush hour on, watching the, uh, listening to the radio at work, and Billy would go on a big rant about something, and they'd call him Rambling Brownless, and then mm. they'd go on about, you know, he'd give a tip, you know, Geelong will win by 24 this weekend, and we'd call him Tips the Brownless, and then I took that to the nth degree. Everything mm. was brownless, and then I brought that in when I first come in, and Marcus Harris, he's got unbelievable ability to have a nickname stick, and so now I'm, I'm brownless. Which is, I actually don't mind it to be honest. I was, I was hoping he was going to be at the game yeah. uh, yesterday. Would have, would have loved to cash in there. Like, like mm. we're, we're two um, Sydney boys, so like we follow the footy, right? But it didn't like grow up with it. A couple of years ago, I went down to, um, to to Cardinia for a Swans Cats game, and with my wife who just bought some hot chips and Billy Brownless, who I don't know. He just, like, in the crowd, like, outside the ground, we were just walking into the ground. He just walked past and just took a chip <laughs> <laughs> off my wife. <laughs> no no he, just, he just took it and kept walking. You know, everyone chuckled. And my wife, who, like, she just wouldn't cop shit from anybody at any time. Even she, like, copped it. She's like, she's like oh, there's Billy Brownlow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just don't cool. really, like, he just has that, like, <laughs> cult... Yeah, he's he, he could walk up to anyone and just take a hot chip of somebody he doesn't know. One hundred percent. Yeah, you a cat as well. You cat. Nah, I nah. know your cats. Yeah. I'm a kanga, so yeah. I try and speak little and little about footy. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. but we we have to because you both play cricket for Victoria, so obviously footy first. Yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah. You were, so, you were quite a good footy player, weren't you? Yeah, we'll run with that. See, yeah, see, see, like, see yeah. burning there. Yeah, yeah. see, yeah, like, it's, yeah, see, Pez and I talked about this the other day. One of the great things cricket does to you is, that, like, if you, you can't say you're good at anything. Like, you guys are obviously good cricketers, but you obviously live you in your own say. circle. You can, you can never say, like, I'm good at cricket. Like, if I asked either, uh, either of you two now, like, are you guys good at cricket? You'd be, like, you, you'd get uncomfortable yeah. in the seat. Like, same with footy. So, like, because you played in the, in the Coates Talent League, right? <laughs> so that's pretty good. But then there'll be guys listening to this who might play in the AFL, for instance, and they'll be like, if this fucking cunt says yeah. he's good. Exactly. So that's a great lesson from cricket. 100%. I think the more I don't play footy, the better I've become, which has been good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, everyone's dream is, is footy early doors, isn't mm. it? Like well, even Shane Warne, like just go all the way. We go to the <laughs> – Exactly. I remember yeah. a funny story, actually. <laughs> I was at uh, a nightclub and I was with – Mitch Marsh was just somehow there with us. I don't know how it ended up happening, but we walked in <laughs> and we were there. There was a few of us and like, I'm with Mitch Marsh. Like I've never really don't know him very well. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, this is the greatest. Like how good is this? I'm expecting him to be like absolute royalty. Like yeah. no one, we're at electric. No one really even like acknowledged him. Maybe like one or two, like cricket enough. He's like, come up for a photo. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know if it was like Mason Wood or someone like <laughs> yeah, from St Kilda, yeah. and it yeah. was like the fucking red carpet was rolled out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they're taking photos of him. I was yeah. like, yeah. you know, I'm a Kanga, so yeah. I like Mason Wood, but mm. not anymore. He's at the Saints, but like I couldn't, I could not believe it. That's like the, it's what it is here in Victoria, though, isn't it? Like yeah. footy is just levels above. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. so though, like you're, you're waiting patiently there as well. Like yeah. The people in Victoria just fucking burning, you know, for like your footy versus cricket dream narrative you know like because i understand you could play the code a little yeah, bit yeah i think that's would have to be my most asked question over the years yeah would be, do you love it do you love getting yeah, that question yeah, yeah all the time and, like and your dad as comes well up like, and says oh yeah. geez you're tall yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm tall yeah, like you're short <laughs> yeah we saw cam green we asked him he was wrapped you know yeah, just, yeah. To, just to talk about the tall stuff like you're big aren't you yeah <laughs> no they yeah. they love their footy here so yeah, good on him. But it's been great for me <laughs> in terms of um, <laughs> marketing power, obviously. Yeah. Where are we at in terms of the Victorian team? Like, uh, you, you know, you talk to the English boys and they obviously all prefer to be playing football. Yeah. Where are we at in terms of, like, f- footy skill, attainment, who could have played, who did play? What's it? we got power rankings. I think uh, when it's raining, that's probably one of our first activities is you go straight to the whiteboard and yeah. – Draw the overlap and who's playing what position. You know, blokes are saying, so get me grim. on the ball. Like, yeah. I've got a tank. I'll run all day. It's very serious. It's like, oh, yeah, I, know, I know it's serious. There's no yeah. humour in footy. Nah. Xavier yeah. Crone, he shouldn't be sent up back. He can't use the ball. Nah. Like, yeah, you can't use there's it. A lot of, there's a lot of controversy there. Like, how is he fucking it? Forward pocket, like, yeah. going off. Yeah. Going off. It's good. But. Before he continues, he's pretty humble, but I think it's Sullo, power ranking one. Yeah. Will Parker. Okay. Power ranking two. Yep. Don't sell yourself short, Brownless. Yeah, I'll take three or four. Okay. Go three. Yeah, yeah go three. <laughs> Pick three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Loose in defence. The rest don't The rest don't matter. The rest weren't very good. Okay. Who else? Mitch Perry. He'll oh, yeah. Me, like Mitch that. Perry, yes. Yeah. If he ever comes on here, Kankles though he wouldn't. He, he reckons he's the greatest. He runs an eight and a half minute two k. So I got no idea how he's going to yeah. be any good at footy, but yeah, he's Kankles. pretty happy with himself. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most serious X's and O's conversation oh, no. we've <laughs> ever had on this podcast. Ferg, interview on Code Sports with Paul Amy a couple of weeks ago. Good interview, or recently it was. I'm not sure exactly when. Adam, nice. Adam Dale, Might big nice, influence nice on you. Uh, beautiful swinger of the ball as well. What sort of roles he played in your career? Yeah, he was very early doors. Yeah, when I was at Melbourne, he was the coach. Whitey was the captain, and yeah, Duma was good. He was very, very old school, front arm high, and yeah, wrist behind it. So I love him straight. playing ODIs for Australia. Yeah, so. yeah. It was it was probably comforting to see someone that. Doesn't bowl 150 and is six foot five to uh, have had the career that that he had. So, yeah, he was good for me, just reassuring me that little blokes can do it as well. So, no, it was good. He was very good, but yeah, just very old school. Kept it simple. Loved to run though. Jeez, we did lots of running. Yeah, Albert Park Lake killed us. Lake, yep. Um, and I also have read in this piece that when you were 13, you hit a century for a Flemington Colts senior team in the Northwest Metro Cricket Association and your dad, Peter, cracked a ton in the same match. Yeah. Father-son, day in the sun. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – we played the biggest bunch of Muppets of all time. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking when I say there was like grandmas rolling out off spin. Like it was outrageous. So it was 
disgrace from my from my old man to to be smacking some old grandmas around. But yeah, I was thirteen, getting the hundred. That probably tells you the level it wasn't great. Playing on Maddings in in Flemington, but that oh, but was your good dad, fun. You, that must have been a great moment for your dad. You wouldn't have had a Scooby Doo. No, nah, exactly. Yeah, he was probably loving it. He would have been launching, but nah, it was that was a, feels like a long time ago now. But yeah, that's you don't really think about that stuff. But that's yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep. Find it hard not to draw um, parallels here, Sado, but like, I mean, your family is just, fuck, there's some, there's some athletes there. It's just yeah. unbelievable lineage of athleticism. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know what Ferg's talking about here, some, some grandma stuff, but like, <laughs> I mean, like a cliche would be like, you know, backyard battles. I don't really care about that, but like, is the entire life just been sport? Yeah, probably has. Um, not much option, really. I would have slept outside if I sort of picked up a main brush or something like that. Yeah. Well, pe- people um, forget you. Like, yeah, your, your dad, dad, your, dad could your dad play. Played. He yeah, played. Like, he, he's superseded yeah. with yeah. a corporate career with Australia, but like, yeah. Yeah. just just played for Victoria. So yeah. Yeah. we were watching the highlights the other day. Sort of, yeah, got the um, front of up, look look through the window, sort of stuff. Um, very very old school, <laughs> <laughs> old school action. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did you How did you find the highlights? Uh, who brought them up? I reckon CA. Obviously, he okay. worked at CA, so he probably asked the media team to <laughs> can you post a, a little montage yeah. of my birthday? Okay, okay. He probably right. came from the top. Yeah. And they had no option <laughs> to post it. Um, but no, nah, I do have a similar story to Ferg playing with the old man. Um, he was captain of our Mercantile Cricket Association Sunday team. Okay. Um, there are a lot of Indian players and umpires, and obviously they knew dad. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, whenever he got wrapped on the pad, he certainly wasn't going to be giving out all the <laughs> like so. Just kicking him off middle. Yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. right. Yeah. No, it was good. Yeah. Um, and both both your boys are at the Gades. Uh, looks like a very fun team this this time around. Like, obviously, you got you got yourself, Ferg, interesting uh, um, company, as, as referenced by Nathan Lyon, uh, like Zorba. Is with you guys this year now, uh, Sid's, uh, Maddo's captain. There's a, there's a there's a lot of colour, you know, knocking around the team. Are, are you yeah. having fun? I think so. I think the band's back, as as they're saying in the chain rooms. Right. Um, they've got plenty of war stories um, from over the years. We're hearing some interesting things. Um, obviously, Maddo, Richo, and Zams are all very close, and sort of from that, that yeah. indie sort of colour, as you yeah. say. So um, we're seeing different clothes, different chat getting thrown around. So, it's, so, it's so do they have, like, sorry to interrupt, but, like, <coughs> from our vintage, we're looking, you know, mid-2000s, late-2000s, like, if anyone's knocking around with an indie kind of identity, they're immediately ostracised from the team, regarded <laughs> as a rare bloke, like, never to be considered for leadership mm. or anything <laughs> other than, like, um, mm. just a peripheral role on the side. Ostracision. Luck- yeah, totally. Mm, like, it is weird. Mm. You, you're weird. I don't understand you. Mm. You're lucky to be rare. here kind of thing. Very, yeah. yeah. But these, like... Y- Zampa, Richardson, Madison, that's like a leadership axis mm. at the gates. So how like how does the team react to that? Do you go with it or is there still a sense of like it's rare boys? I think they're potentially in the power there. So I yeah. think maybe the rest of the group yeah. actually has to If you're not rare, yeah. get yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. You like <laughs> that? Yeah. I yeah. like it. I'm yeah. this could be a big statement, but I reckon <laughs> we've got comfortably the most the funnest team yeah. by a mile. And I'm saying that not playing for anyone else, but yeah. I look Gates around. stars? Like, did you get any, like, were the stars in for you? Were you given a choice? What were uh, your thoughts on it? I wasn't given a choice. I was told where to go, but <laughs> I'm very happy I'm at the – I'd maybe prefer the bigger boundaries at the G, just bowling, but okay. everything else. <laughs> Gates, like, yeah, we, we've we got a good group. The international's pretty loose as well, so 
makes it good. But as Salo said, yeah, the, the rare is in power. So mm. it's get rare or get out. Yeah. How do you go with that, Salo? It's not me, as you'd know. Jeffrey Boycott <laughs> wasn't very rare. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he had some rare. Well, I've <laughs> seen Salo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Salo gets rare. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not all what you see. He's see's got a facade of. on at the moment. He's good. He knows how to switch. Okay, that's good. You want the you want the gears. Mm, do you want yeah. the switch? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're talking before about Quinton the Cock, who's like he's such a down to earth, humble guy. Like, but obviously a worldie at the same time. Played many years in the IPL, great record with South Africa, which he just finished up with uh, at the World Cup, right? And he's just in for a few games with with you guys, the Gades, right? I just wondered, because last year um, the Scorchers had Faf, didn't they? And, like, he was just in for a few games. They obviously won it, but he played, like, four or five games. And I just always wondered, like, what their commitment level is coming out here. And I'm sure like, they're professional and they want to they want to win and stuff. But, like, how does how does a guy like Quinton the Cock fit into the group? I'll ask you so, though. Like, how does he fit into the group when he's only here for a short amount of time? You probably could ask Ferg because you were talking to him a bit on the bus. Um, but, yeah, I met him for the first time on the bus yesterday. Mm-hmm. He had the uh, the playing vest on as he walked on the bus. I'm not sure he knew that was actually – that's the playing vest. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> wearing it's that. Just kit, yeah, it's just kit to yeah. him, yeah. Um, yeah, I took an inside edge last night and he spilled it. So, yeah. he doesn't want to be behind the stumps, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, nah, he's obviously a superstar and he gave yeah. plenty to, to Ferg on the bus. Maybe the um, – the loose units sort of yeah. merging towards each other pretty quickly. There. Okay. Do you seek yeah, that yeah. out, Ferg? Like, oh, Decock got mu- must. I got lucky. He, UK, yeah. he rolled on the bus and sat one or two in front of me. And about twenty minutes into the bus ride to Geelong, he was blowing up, going, <laughs> "Why the fuck are we driving to another state for a game? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> he, How many games yeah, do we have here?" <laughs> he, he thought that Marvel Stadium was in Geelong, and that. Our hotel was miles away. He's like, why the fuck are we staying miles away? <laughs> What's the hotel going on here? But yeah. no, nah, it was really good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like he would, I don't even really think he needs to be there mentally. Like he's that good. Mm. 60 meters square at Marvel. I'm not sure he's worried. I reckon he'll be, he'll be sweet. He'll win us a couple of games. But he seemed like, yeah, nice bloke. A little bit loose as well. He's going to fit in perfectly, I reckon. Mm. Have, you got, have, you guys tra- have you guys had many trainings? Have you trained with him? Not with him. No, no he, he rolled in on, on Saturday, so... Um, Is that how it works? He just rolls in Saturday into yeah. the game? I think he was... Was he playing that Dubai League? Yeah, he was oh, in the T10. Yeah, the I T10, think. the T10, right. He's, um, right. he's come straight here, and now he's in South Africa now. Yeah. He's on a fight back now. Yeah. 11-day so. yeah. break. We talk about this all the time with young guys, um, like what you would shoot for. Like, are you guys are ambitious guys. You're playing in the Red Bull setup for Victoria, right? And and I'm sure Baggy Green is what you ultimately want to achieve. But like, because the game's changing so quickly, like, like I know it's our view here that the Big Bash has to be a centre point of our summer, really, because that's where cricket's going. So, like, when you look at Quinton, for instance, how do you guys feel about that where – like, is that something that you would aspire to, doing the, the T10 league into another league, maybe playing in, uh, you know, the IPL, obviously, or the 100? Like, do, do you guys aspire to that maybe more aggressively than the baggy green? Um, oh, look, I've always said when asked this question, I reckon, you know, you want to play for Australia, but yeah. I think you make a lot of your money in your life. You know, let's be honest, we can make money from cricket. So um, yeah. towards the end of my career, I'd definitely love to do a, a T20 circuit of sorts. Yeah. Um, and I think... I know when this time of year comes around, it's a great opportunity to perform 
because yeah, 100%, you, you get yeah, picked yeah. up in IPL or whatever as Annabelle did and, and yeah. make a lot of money and set yourself up. So 100%, man. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. governed by the dollar at the end of the day. Yeah, like yeah. If you only got to look as far. Yeah. <laughs> only got to look as far as the golf. You can go yeah. back and see John Rahm say, I'd never play. Live. It's a disgrace. I want yeah. cuts. I want four rounds. Yeah. 600 milli later. Yeah, everyone's got a price, I'm going straight to Baghdad to play for whoever, for the right price. Super like, sixes. Yeah, I'm playing Super Sixes for Baghdad United. I couldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's good shit. Uh, <laughs> That's real life. That's real. That's real talk, yeah. though. Yeah. You know? Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. as Solo said, especially for me, I'm not very established in the white ball scene. So, yeah. red ball is probably where I'm looking to go. But, yeah, if if something came about, you you're silly not to take that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, as Solo said, you got to, you know, you guys can do podcasts to your eighty. We've got probably fifteen years of cricket if you're lucky. Yeah, oh, the TikTokers are coming for us. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is old school. <laughs> this shit now. We have to do a dance off this probably. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, you could have joined us on a TikTok dance. <laughs> Done. We'll do the renegade. Yeah. <laughs> is that a thing? Is that actually a thing? Yeah, I think it was a dance tour. I don't know how it goes. Or <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, we're, we're doing one for Baghdad United. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're already signed up. Yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. Baghdad United. That's not what you want to hear is Victorian captain. I might be losing a player yeah. to Baghdad pretty soon. <laughs> oh, well. I actually don't even know where Baghdad is, to be honest, but I'm, I'll play there. <laughs> 10K and over. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's good shit. Um, yeah. Uh, Sullo, 15, a losing side v the Sixers the other night. Yeah, congrats. Uh, congrats. Is that, <laughs> yeah, is that good dream, back in the it? sheds? Yeah. <laughs> Before he continues, did you notice the last ball? Absolute slot, but we couldn't win and he just went, knock on the head for one, average. <laughs> you red. know I that yeah, playing for red. <laughs> Whenever Ferg knows I'm about to declare for Victoria, <laughs> fake slogger <laughs> comes out, shaking him along the ground, twos to the outfielders. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, yeah. I learned that off you. It takes one to no one. Yeah. But uh, nah, obviously disappointing result, but uh, good to chip in. The old, um, what would you rather, a five for in a losing side or get the win? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> nah, obviously it would have been nice to, to get the win first up, but um, yeah, always happy to perform. Do you watch, uh, like, uh, obviously the test starts on Thursday and the, um, like, you know, the way that we basically – you know, we kicked off the campaign for the test season with Mitchell Johnson just absolutely, you know, spraying David Warner with bullets and then con- then just um, acknowledging that it's because it's personally doesn't like him. Do you guys watch, like, some of the, like, the older generation guys just go at each other and think it's not like that uh, at, at our age? Like, do you look at it with some kind of amusement or do you think, no, nah, this is fucking awesome? <laughs> yeah. It's I an don't interesting know. one. I kind of, I like the rivalry. Like, whenever we play against WA, say, like, I always want to beat WA. I don't really like WA. But um, I think it's hard now, especially, like, Sutho captain the Aussie A side. Yeah. So he's got three WA blokes, three yeah. Queenslanders. It's like, back in the day, if you played with your Vic boys and you played against whatever, and, you know, Vic played T20s as well. So it's all... Us against them mm. now. You only got to look as far as the stars. I'm not sure how many Victorian players are even playing for the stars. Mm. It's all interstate. So, what's happened to the stars? Yeah. It's really dropped off, eh? Second best in Melbourne. Mm. 
Don't expect too soon. It's <laughs> early in the season. You're yeah, so aware. It's good. It's going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not rare enough, are they? No. Nah. Yeah. So what happened? Yeah. So you lose, lose Zampa. That's, that's a big chunk big of rare. Yeah. 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 And cool. then, yeah, the, the old school common man takes over and <laughs> yeah. lose by 100 runs. Yeah. Not having fun. <laughs> Um, who's who's good in the big bash this year? It feels like at the moment, like sixes and, and scorchers are, are good again. They've been good for a number of years, but yeah, for the thirteenth year okay. in a row, yeah, yeah, those yeah. two teams good. Oh, yeah, I'd have to agree with you. I think the scorchers are always a powerhouse. Yeah, probably our rank one would love to beat. Got um, a point off them last night. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Built it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we celebrate it as well? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, sixes are good as well. So. Yeah, yeah, but we obviously look at our list and think we can. It's good, yeah. We can take it good to list. them. So, I reckon as well with like, if you put some of the internationals just like come off, doesn't matter what team they're playing for. If they come off, that you win a game. You know what I mean? So, mm. hopefully, Quinny and Clarkie can do that for us and Mujib. Yeah, yeah. Can I mean it's, it's a question for both of you because I know you, you can um, give him a whack as well. For uh, actually, I won't. I sort of don't want to say this, but I actually took my boys to the MCG for one of the days of the game between um, you guys in New South Wales, and you scored runs. I was just, I was just tr- trying to fill time <laughs> with my kids. Um, no, it was, good, it was good to watch you bat, but um, for probably more to Will. Like I look at, um, you know, there's big chat about Cam Green at the moment and how to get him into the side, and you know, Mitch Marsh is the incumbent. Uh, this is as we go to air. Who, who knows? But uh, like, you know, you were talking about Watto earlier as well, like. I just feel in Australia we're just so unforgiving to all rounders. Mm. Like we, you know, with all these really, really talented, high skill all rounders like Watson, um, you know, Cam Green is another one. We expect them to like score match winning hundreds when they bat, and then to take like bulk poles at a low average when they bowl. So basically, just perform both skills at the elite level of like the highest form of the game, and they end up not doing that. They end up you know, batting at like 35 and bowling at like 27 or something, which is incredible. Mm. Like Shane, Shane Watson was like 35 and 33. His, his record's very comparable to Stokes. Same, same record as Stokes, yeah, yeah. really. <clears throat> then you got three formats and the catching and the leadership mm. and all this sort of stuff, and still it's deeply underrated. Do you consider that, I know you're probably more bowling first at the moment, but like do you think about that in terms of your own career and how, you know, whether, whether it, your chances of playing for the national team are higher if you err towards one skill or do you just do both disciplines and prepare as best you can for both and give yourself a crack? Yeah, great question. I know it's, I know it's a deeper kind nah. of question, but it just irritates me a lot how we continually un- like we continually criticise all-rounders yeah. for, for not basically performing at the highest level in both disciplines. Yeah, mm. I think it's it's brutal. You've got yeah half the time to... Prepare for two skills. Um, yes. Personally, I <clears throat> want to be as good as I can in both. And for me, it's all about contributing. If you miss out with the bat, you've got an opportunity to perform with the ball. So you might be more of a bowler contribution one game, a batter contribution the next game. It doesn't look good for your stats, but you know, you're know you probably the most impactful player in the team. And you know every game you can win it, whether it's with the bat or the ball. It doesn't have to be both. So I think that's what the public might expect that you have to perform with both every time but if it's runs one game wickets the next you're pretty you know impactful mm. play to the team so definitely a bit stiff on those all around especially what i yeah 
Great book, mental skills as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah best selling author. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's basically callous. <laughs> the only guys ever like average fifty and bold under thirty, yeah. basically. Yeah. But even um, then, he like. Callus batted three, so he had the time to score those runs as well, sure. although albeit good enough to do it. So I suppose mm. you'd be in favour of Cam Green actually sliding up to four because it might just sort of open up a spot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 getting yeah. up there. Always yeah. a very good bat. Yeah. Yeah. What, do, what, are your, what are your conversations, Solo, about like with, with the Australian selectors? Because you must have been close. You're obviously captaining Victoria. Did you captain Australia, Ray? You, yeah, a few you, one days. Yes, yeah. right, right, right. So then like the guys in the around the squad recently for Australia, Aaron Hardy's another one. That's um that does sort of both skill sets. I mean, like you must have the T Twenty World Cup next year in America and the West Indies, like in the mind to be to be a shot. I mean, have you had conversations about any sort of white ball representation for Australia? Um, yeah, been in chats here and there. Um, the feedback was probably need a few more runs. Mm-hmm. Um, if I want to take that all round of spots, probably obviously hards of myself. Um, by Webster's going all right as well. Yeah, slug. Yep. Slug. Slug. Yeah, wonder why he's got that nickname. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's his penis. <laughs> yeah, okay. There you go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he won't mind me saying. <laughs> actually it's a know. great nickname. Yeah, yeah. Oh, slug. Like, it's just fun to say. What I wouldn't give. Oh, slug or oh. buckets. Yeah, slug yeah. or buckets. You know what I'm saying? My, buckets my, essentially my kingdom. infers. My kingdom to be called buckets <laughs> for one day. <laughs> Sorry, go on, mate. Yeah. Talk about uh, your career now, will yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. IPL. Yeah. Australia. Yeah. Nah, look. More runs. More runs. More runs. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I don't know. It's always the old keep trying to perform for Victoria and whatever sure. happens, happens. Um, yeah. More runs. More runs. More runs. More runs. Yeah, so, okay. well, you're Captain Victoria, so just slide yourself up. Yeah. Who's yeah. in the gun? Or down. Depending on yeah, what, if it's, what the wicket's if it's doing. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just wherever. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, that happened with Maxie and Wadey a few years ago, didn't it? You know, didn't Wadey just put himself up because he was skipper or something and then Maxie missed out? So just yeah. some Victoria stuff there you don't want to talk about? <laughs> Classic Vicks. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to say, oh, just completely off topic, Will, um, <laughs> uh, so you pr- did this probably not a memory you would have, but um, a couple of years ago I, was, I had the privilege of um, – being invited to be assistant coach of um, Melbourne here, Melbourne here Gra- Melbourne Grammar, yeah, um, and in this game uh, where Melbourne Grammar was, pl- and like I need to be clear to the audience, like I didn't grow up in this environment. I was not a Melbourne uh, like APS private school um, like Bubble. scene star, right? I'm Sydney diff- different kettle of fish. I'm walking in an outsider, and um, big game against Scotch College. Uh, where there's this kid called Will Sutherland who's the gun, you know, and he's taller than everybody and he's got a beard. (laughs) 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 His dad's head honcho and stuff like that. And uh, all the boys, they like, you know, they rock up going, oh, they've got Sutherland, you know. I'm hungover. I'm like, fuck this guy. And you you were like a state player at school. and during and so like during the game, um, first innings at the beautiful grounds of, of Scotch, uh, we created a tactic when you came out to bat, which is to put every single player on the boundary. <laughs> the old nine out theory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. And uh, as the coach and I walked around the field, the a number of the parents from Scotch um, alleged that this was against the spirit of the game. Uh, to which we were like, if he's good enough, he'll just hit over or through, <laughs> you know? And do you remember what happened yeah. from there? Oh, I do. It was a one-day game. So, obviously, 
a normal one day game, you'd be allowed five outside the ring through the middle. Um, I got to 60 in about 10 overs. So I was going all right. School cricket. School cricket. I do remember that, uh, yeah, you had a guy probably 80 metres back on the at deep point, got <laughs> a wide half volley, absolutely cracked it straight down his throat to That's the it. one of the nine out on the <laughs> yeah. on the rope there. And chaser, yeah. Fell into the trap, didn't you? Yeah. 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 And, and Pez, I saw Pez start hooing <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> Did you actually? <laughs> yeah. could, nobody could keep a lower profile than me at those games. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah. But I recall it at um, – I actually don't remember this very well, but like one of the features of these games is that uh, th- both captains have to give a speech uh, at lunchtime. And um, you like you spoke and I just remember – all I remember, you have to put your blazer on stuff. I just remember <laughs> how alpha you were. That's all. And like your dad is sitting there and I'm like, this is some fucking power. You're sitting here. <laughs> he was, and I think, he you, I think you even had a crack at the umpires as well. Like you, and I was just so like, this, he this still kid's going to play. Yeah. Smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah that's right. Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> on the whiskey. Yeah, that's right. Two kids in the back of the car. <laughs> no, but then I, I do uh, – I think uh. – I think we had you nine down and then one of our guys dropped, dropped the catch and then you, you, then then we just fell in a heap. But uh, yeah. anyway, school – in Melbourne school cricket, people love listening to that sort of shit. Um, boys, thanks so much for joining us uh, on the couch. All the best for the uh, for the season ahead. Love to have you back uh, if you'd like to come back. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, cheers. Thank you kindly. Thanks, gents. Appreciate it. Thank you very much to Will and Fergus for coming in studio. Uh, a couple of Gades, a couple of Melbourne Reds mm. uh, coming in. And also, what I wouldn't give. Uh, all right, Pez, just a couple of things before we enter Bangladesh, New Zealand and West Indies, England. Uh, Alisa Healy has been announced as the captain of the women's Good. cricket team. Good. No surprises, really? No. Front uh, runner. Yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it to me in a horse racing team. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. And I think had the endorsement of a lot of um, senior players as well. Uh, I, I like it. I like her in her immediate um, comments about what's coming up. She challenged uh, or almost dared the BCCI to create spinning wickets when they go there for their test in Mumbai. So okay. we've got plenty of spinners ourselves. Mm. I just like the punchiness of that. Yeah. Uh, so um, we'll see We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, we won't call them shit tips or uh, but uh, I read this morning just speaking about the WPL because some of the announcements have been ma- made about signings going yep. uh, going to places. And I think Jay Shah announced this morning or perhaps even yesterday saying that every game is going to be played in the one state. Okay. Um, um, so, uh, yeah, there's that. But um, I, I also, yeah, I, I love uh, Alicia Healy's punchiness. But, like, if you have the best team and you have the best squad, best players, mm. then, like, yeah, we'll play you in anything. Mm. Yeah, it's very chill. Tully McGrath, vice we'll captain. fight on the beaches. I like it. Yeah, well, mm. I mean – like if you're gonna win that many games, like that—that's what it affords you. You earn the right to start fucking around with that kind of it's, stuff. It's gonna feel amazing to whichever team does eventually pass the Australian women's team, which we know won't happen. But like, if they continue this vein of you know mm. like confidence in the press, that's gonna have to feel good when eventually they lose. I know it's a faux pas to relate this stuff to men's cricket, but it is the one um, cross I've got against Cummins's team because now that they've started to win bulk and yeah. and you know be owners of most trophies mm-hmm. key trophies mm-hmm. that is in Australia that the next step is to is to become nationally obnoxious about that again like to be insufferable uh, to the ears of any other nation and yep. and, and yet Pat and Co mm. continue along with this faux humility mm. uh, that that none of us can get on board with it doesn't sit 
well. No. You know, it's not part of our DNA. They're not winning hard enough, Pez. Exactly. Not winning hard enough. So, with a, with a hard um, enough so thanks nose. to Heels as well. Just, yeah, you can give a shit tip if you want. Yeah. Place it, play, place it, place on that. We'll do it. We'll, we'll turn up. Fuck, that's Alpha. Mm. And she is Alpha, to be fair. Um, Amazon writes, Pez, uh, we were, um, we know we actually, we've never spoken about it or even alluded to it before, especially, especially not in, advan- uh, in an advertisement for, um, you know, uh, VPNs. Um, but uh, Amazon have picked up the rights for major ICC tournament events, most notably the World Cup, which is in the West Indies in the US, which is midway through next year in uh, June, mm. uh, straight after the IPL. Uh, that will now be on Amazon for Australian- ODI World Cup as well. And the ODI mm. World Cup in 2027 and mm. the uh, the Champions Trophy 2025. Mm. And there was something else more recently than that. No, I think that was it. Um, no, that, that, I think that was it, yeah. Anyway, so, um, so that means that if Australians want to watch Australia, the men's mm. cricket team play in the ICC- T20 World Cup, and if they win that, they will literally own every major trophy. Um, I suppose they'd have to also beat India in the Border Gavaskar series the following summer, but um, they'd have to download and subscribe to Amazon per another subscription, another subscription yeah. service. Yeah. Important to note that so CA don't sell these rights, the ICC owns it, so that yeah. so it's the International Cricket Council who probably have less, um, probably less onus on them, I think, to ensure that there's bulk eyeballs in Australia on it. You're just looking at yeah, getting good yeah. skriller. I'm sure it's yeah. a consideration, but not mm. in the same way as it would be for Cricket Australia. Um, it's probably a blow for Fox, to be honest, who who, who build their yeah. um, billing around yeah. showing, you know, if I, if I Fox, I probably, I've um, been conditioned through their great rights acquisitions to mm. expect to see every ball of the Australian team. Yeah, um, I mean, that's what, isn't it in the slogan? See every ball of the Australian team. Yeah, I think they said through through the summer. Now they came right, out. Okay, they yeah, came right. out the following day and announced they've basically got everything else. Uh, yeah. Um, Amazon. Has, so so for the fan, it's just another subscription. It's not a which will probably fans. becoming quite normalised as a sports fan in a depressing way. Yeah. You know that you just you just got to have everything if you want to watch everything. Yeah. Uh, Amazon's been tiptoeing around sports rights for a long time. They've always had the APL. They just dropped out of the APL um, the next round. Uh, mm. uh, but they've been tiptoeing around sports rights for a little while, obviously, with cricket. Uh, they've, they've done this. They, they usually lead in with a couple of sports documentaries, which yeah. they've done with the test, which was also announced on the same day, the third season of the test, which yeah. is going to cover the Ashes. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder what they paid. Probably paid. Yeah, it hasn't been, hasn't been announced what they yeah, paid, I probably, think. probably paid a bit. Mm. Um, I think broadly in, in – um, the, the global sports landscape, it's been expected that the streaming giants will eventually hoover up lots of these rights. So that's, I think that trend continues. Mm. Um, I wonder if it is a good deal for the ICC commercially, given, you know, the, it's arguable that international cricket, despite an excellent World Cup from an Australian perspective, uh, that international cricket is, is generally being degraded yeah. at the hands of domestic franchise cricket. It's not to say that it's not enjoyable for some people. Just It's just where the money is yep. for it. Um, I wonder if there is going to be bulk interest in upcoming World Cups within Australia anyway, given the time zones of them uh, and the, the store time zone. No, given the time mm. zone of USA, West Indies, yep. Australia's relationship to T20 cricket, I wonder where ODI um, cricket will be in 2027. Mm. I think that's a reasonable thing to ask. Mm. Um is ODI Creek yeah, probably hardly going to be played, you know, between now and then, at least from an Australian perspective. Mm. Um, net result for the team, though, is that, like, fewer eyeballs on them despite being world champions. I think yeah. that kind of sucks. Um, and, yeah, as a consumer, you now need half a dozen subscriptions in Australia if you like footy and cricket. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, just just sports generally. I mean, like, even, like, you and I are, 
you know, football fans, Premier League fans, you know, our teams, you'd have to have Optus Sport in Australia, then you have to have Stan to watch the European competitions, and then you have to mm. have B in Sport if you want to watch the League Cups or the FA Cup um, as well. So then, and then you have KO as well covering some of that. If you have uh, Fox Footy and Fox League, that's mm. obviously ba- uh, wrapped up in a KO subscription. If you like the NBA, ESPN, uh, then for your cricket now mm. as well, Amazon, like it's just. It, like it just, it feels like it never ends. It's just more mm. money coming coming out of your account. But mm. um, yeah, so so not a win for fans. But yeah, I, I do wonder about um. But with the T Twenty World Cup in Australia, those games, I think we figured because Australia's playing in the West Indies, there's not any games for Australia in the US. We don't think anyway. The, yeah. the schedule doesn't come out. But so that that means that the games I think will be on at about like eight in the morning or something mm. like that in Australia. Mm. So like so not like at least it's watchable in the ter- in the fact that we're awake. Yes. Um. But that's um, a win. But many people in Australia they have jobs. Um, yeah. So that's something I learned recently. Yeah, I read that in the paper this morning. Um, and so that makes it hard when you have a job to also try and watch a cricket match. Mm. But, you know, so, I mean, how much is the community going to be able to – the community, like the, the public going to be able to actually – engage in the matches themselves are you just watching highlights like you do if it was in india and the games finish at three in the morning anyway i mean yeah. this is actually just globally it's hard to watch an australian team playing in global competitions yeah or like the olympics or whatever the olympics in paris next year it's gonna be hard because those times won't really line up for peak events they'll yeah. be like two in the morning and stuff as well for us so maybe we should just move the entire country this is where people have been might have been reading uh that's why perth is good yeah, 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 yeah. Glazing <laughs> over the articles that have continually mentioned like anti-siphoning, you know, the legislation right. in Australia which basically protects prestigious events mm. uh, and ensures that like you can watch this stuff on free-to-air TV when Australia is participating in, yeah. a, in a big event. Now that list is now essentially restricted to events that are in Australia and New Zealand mm. only mm. and – there's some exceptions, for example, the Ashes. So mm-hmm. the government ensures that if the Ashes are on, even if they're in England, you can watch it on free-to-air TV. It's mm. got to go. Like, it has to be sold to them because the government understands that people want to fucking watch it. And I think right. it's interesting that the government, as this list is continually evolving, dynamic, subject to, like, political, um, you know, playing, uh, they go, they look at the World Cup and they're like, the T20 World Cup in the West Indies, and they're like... It's like, I'm, I'm not really. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> T2 is opening. T- yeah, it's right. T2 is yeah. weighty. Yeah. I'm going to put Grainy up top. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, no, Australia, we're, we're actually the world champions of ODI cricket. There's a, there's a World Cup in a couple of years' time. Australians will want to support the world champions. And they're like, 2027, not yeah. sure what we're looking at. Oh, these are I wonder if it's even harder for our Kiwi brethren. They've been like two hours behind the Eastern States here. I don't know if it's better or worse. I feel like it actually might be worse for them. I don't, I, don't, yeah, I, don't I don't know what they're up to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what they're up to. Playing an absolute shit tip in Bangladesh. You want to talk about that? Yeah, let's go. So there's two test match series to finish 1-1. Bangladesh won the first test by 150 runs. New Zealand won the second test by four wickets and what Tim Southie, who is captaining, described as the worst wicket he'd ever seen. Uh, it, <laughs> 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 Hell of a game. Uh, sorry, I've clicked on the scoreboard for the first test match. I've got my second test here in front of me. So in the second test match, Bangladesh batted first. They were um hang on hang on a second hang on a second who won the toss here i don't know who won the toss um Bang- bangladesh toss. bangladesh won the uh sorry batted first and we're off for 172 so uh new zealand's bowlers were southie kyle jamison kj ajas patel santner and glenn phillips so three pronged spin attack bangladesh all out for 172 in the first dig and new zealand made 180, and that's all down to Glenn Phillips, who made 87 off 72, batting at seven. Uh, Mm. So they had an eight-run lead. Uh, And then in the next innings, Bangladesh made 144. Uh, Ajaz Patel took 
six for 57. People might remember him from taking 10 wickets and in innings about a year ago in India. Yeah, that's right. Was it yeah. a year ago? Took yeah. 10 for uh, in an innings. Uh, so that's that's him, same guy. Uh, New Zealand needed one thirty nine to win in the last innings, and they did that thanks to Glenn Phillips's 40 off 48. Mitchell Santner as well scored 35 off 39, batting at eight. Um, so yeah, in the chase... New Zealand were six for 69 when Darren Mitchell was out, again, uh, trying to chase 139 and uh, and did it four down. So uh, pretty pretty decent game there. But, uh, yeah, Tim Southey said, deck no good. But uh, well under the Kiwis for uh, levelling the series, I suppose one might say. Um, the uh, the other series going on. Actually, no, nothing better than, like, um, declaring a shit tip but winning, I would say. Oh, nothing you know more I mean? satisfying. Yeah, because you just get that credibility that goes, it's like, oh, I still won. Yeah. But it, whereas if you, if you lose a game, you can't and say, say it if you, if you lose. Well, if you lose a game and you call it a shit tip, yeah. um, you're just jealous. You know what those are sour grapes. <laughs> the West Indies have been England in an ODI series for the first time since 2007. That's right. You know it. I know it. The world knows it. 2007. West Indies won the third match there in Bridgetown, Bridgetown, Jamaica. Bridgetown, Jamaica feels right to me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not strong on my West Indies uh, island just, island I'll nations. Let you go for it though, which is good. I think Bridgetown, Jamaica, rolls off the tongue. You know, it's like uh, like Boston, Massachusetts. You know, like that 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 sort of. I didn't say Massachusetts just well just then, but um, it's in Barbados. Uh, Bridgetown, Barbados. God damn it! As you were saying, sorry about Massachusetts. <laughs> 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 that great state of, in California. Yeah, Miami. Um. West Indies won the third match there in Barbados. I think it was in Bridgetown, actually, uh, on uh, on Duckworth Lewis. They chased a revised target of one ninety one six down. I think England made two hundred and ten or something like that, and then it was uh, it was revised down to one ninety one. West Indies chased that six down, so um, they won the series two one. First time, as I said, winning a series against England ODI series since two thousand seven. Uh, the first of five T Twenty starts on Wednesday, but other news coming out of West Indies cricket, which is all bodes very well for international cricket generally, and of course course, the two test matches that Australia is going to uh, receive, I would say, uh, receive those test matches in mid-January. Jason Holder, Nicholas Purin and Kyle Myers, who were all captains of the West Indies at one, at one time, mm. have turned down West Indies central contracts. The, tri- the trio will still be available for the T20i series in the coming year. Uh, Cricket West Indies made this announcement uh, whilst announcing 14 men's and 15 women's contracts. So um, this isn't obviously a new thing in West Indies cricket. You think about um, players like... Um, uh, like Chris Gale and uh, Kyron Pollard was the first one to do it to to um, uh, reject a central contract for the West Indies to go around on the T20 circuit. So it's been going around for a while, but it's just higher profile on the not necessarily higher profile, but more and more of the West Indies players are turning down central contracts just to play franchise cricket. I say just to play franchise cricket is much more beneficial for them, um, but they are still available for T20I series. I suppose it just highlights their priorities, West Indies cricket, or the West Indies cricketers perhaps. Um, see the the international T Twenty tournaments as beneficial, um, but uh, I don't know. All, all of it feels is 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 my sadness the right feeling to feel for that? I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of a denigration of international cricket. But I mean, T Twenty I tournaments. As long as the West Indies are strong there, then that's going to be a good tournament with them in it. Well, they just knocked off England in uh, ODIs, right? Would have been um, couldn't make the World Cup though, of course. Well, it would have been nice to have them. Have them there too. Yeah. You know just to I mean? strengthen that tournament. Well, maybe England's lucky to be in the World Cup. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. I'd, uh, yeah, of course, man. I mean, yeah. How fucking sick would international cricket be with a strong West Indies? Yeah. It's just a, it's just a function of their um, 
you know, the, the priorities of the game, mm. really. Mm. Uh, there's enough money to prop these countries up. Yep. We've even heard Ricky Ponting talk about that. Yeah, Socialist yeah, yeah. Yep. comrade Ricky Ponting. Mm. But it doesn't happen. Uh, and it's just it's just bulk capitalism deluxe. Yep. Um, I uh, I was talking to our friend Ali Martin this morning. Yeah. Uh, from The Guardian. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, he, uh, I'm just, I'm not going to read the text because some of them were quite heinous. Like the things he was saying was quite shocking. Oh um, yeah, uh, he's like that, isn't he, Ali? <laughs> <laughs> On text, <laughs> and he's definitely going to be listening to this. I'm sorry, Ali. He'll hate that. He'll hate it. <laughs> It's one of the greatest, it's, nicest it's men. It's so mean. Erudite, it's so chief mean to cricket that. correspondent of the he's, Guardian. He's you're the, just torching him going like, fuck, he's got some heinous stuff. <laughs> he's the nicest man. Yeah. And he's funny and he's good. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, good save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Got um, the thesaurus in. He's funny and good. <laughs> anyway, Ali was telling me this morning that England mm-hmm. are playing 17 tests in 2024. Right. 17 tests in 2024. They've got five, obviously, in India coming up in late January and Feb, and I guess that must finish just before the IPL. Uh, then they've got six at home for their summer. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who's coming out, but I feel like Sri Lanka's involved. That could be wrong, though, of course, because I also said that Bridgetown was in Jamaica. Yeah, so, you know. Have a crack. Have a shot. Yeah, have a shot in the dark. There he goes. Yeah, dumb. Um, <laughs> then they've got three in Pakistan and then three in New Zealand to finish. So that makes 17 in 2024. You're chucking an IPL on there and you're chucking a little, uh, little T20 World Cup, which you'd feel like England would want to perform very well in. And it's just like, fuck, that is a hell of a lot of cricket for the guys who are going to be playing in content. all of those tournaments. But there's content. There's a bit of Bunce talking about something for the eyeball, something for the ears, something for the heart, something for the soul. <laughs> I thought we started the pod kind of rusty, um, but now you just close one side of your mouth and it just starts fucking pouring out of you. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so that's that feels like a lot, you know, and just like the high that English cricket was on coming into the ODI World Cup, everyone talking about ourselves included, thinking like they were the most likely to challenge India and how that f- all fell away so quickly. And then and then you look at the context of all this, they're, they're going to get shit-tipped in India, like all these test matches away from home. Yeah, you, you'd still back them to perform well in the T20 World Cup where they're very strong. Uh, they've still got so many great white ball players, but it, it just feels like they've gone from having like this wonderful, no, the renaissance, just like this, this era, this legacy era of Morgan and, you know, Couple of World Cups and whatever. And now it's like, is it? Are they going to be in the absolute mire again? They're going to be in absolute. But I, yeah, sure. Like, but these things get, it gets things get wound up by media yeah, so much. You know, it's just they? like they just coins like it through the schedule. They just have three or four of the toughest challenges in cricket. That's right. Compressed together. But what people will do is go, oh, this is endemic of some kind of major decline that that must reveal some toxic cancer inside the uh mm. the you know the the ecosystem of the game mm. just like no nah, it's just you're just playing a couple of tough things at the same time mm. you just go from like uh, ashes against australia into uh um like a world cup in india mm. where they select they probably it was pretty hubris and fatigue uh we can we can do it with the guys that we've got and everyone else is gonna be pretty shit anyway no one cares about odi cricket and they just were heaps tired and were shit and too old uh, and then they happen to go into test cricket in India, which is literally the hardest thing to do in the game. Yeah. It's just the hardest thing to do. So Possibly just the hardest gonna, ever test series. Yeah. And it's like, well, hang on. They actually won 17 in a row before that. What the fuck's happened to them? It's just they just playing heaps of hard things at the same time. 
Then they're mm. going to go to their home summer and they'll fucking destroy whoever's there. Then cricket will be back up. And you know how giddy they all get over there. You know, just like we do here, but they do it with bigger words, you know. And uh, and then English cricket's back up and running again. Fuck it. You know, whatever. So do you think sweeping changes? Absolutely. Yeah. Key, gone. I think Mott's got to go. Key, yep. effigies, mothball, out. Yep. yep. Whatever. What yeah. about Ali Martin? Of course. Um, I, I, you know. <laughs> Why does it feel right? Yeah, like I'll just I'll just blithely call for the heads of people in other jobs, but in our sort of thing, I feel that's on the nose a bit. <laughs> Ali's one of the rare guys who covers it with a level of, uh, you know, um, measure. I'm only joking. I love Ali. Yeah, enough's been said, I think. <clears throat> um, all right. Hashtag AskTGC. Hashtag AskTGC is brought to you by Ponting Wines. You can use the code GETAFEW for 20% off at pontingwines.com.au. People that have signed up for uh, TGC's newsletter uh, via the website, yeah. you can go to uh, greatcricket.com and sign up to the newsletter. And uh, A lot of newsletter experts replying to that as well. Indeed. Uh, it would have seen that you can get the uh, 20% off discount from pontingwines.com.au on there as well. Uh, but, yeah, pontingwines.com. Use the code GETAFEW. 20% off. 20% off. Uh, you reading this or is it me? Yeah, I'll go if you like. You happy with that? Fill your boots, son. <laughs> <laughs> You've done me there. I wish I talked like that. Uh, Tim writes in, boys, having trudged the life disaffirming path of Saturday club cricket in rural New Zealand for a period of time that would be considered celebration worthy... If it were a marriage milestone, I recently decided to hang up the gloves and take up more appropriate middle-aged pursuits. I had in front of me the choice of other well-trodden paths ahead of me, these being obsessive lawn tending, meat smoking, or I could don don sleek lycra and a ridiculous moisture-wicking head covering and perform moderate feats of cardiovascular endurance in an attempt to unclog the arteries blocked by years of passive smoking sitting on the boundary next to Oz, our token Australian in the team. Naturally, I chose the Lycra and a new year, new me mantra and started to pound my local pavements. About three hours into this, three months into this new pursuit, I run past a dad playing with his daughter at a local playground. I give him the cursory, but so hang on, is he talking about running here now? Pounding pavements? Lycra, but running? Is it pounding pavements, running past somewhere? Yeah, it's running. Yeah, but with Lycra. Because I was like, yeah, anyway, just, yeah. Just, just getting the visual right. Could be a kink. I give him the cursory but friendly nod, the one that carries the meaning, I see you, balding dad, such as myself. I acknowledge your effort in giving mum Saturday morning off, and I empower your father-daughter bond. Go well. With that out of the way, my shoulders square up, my eyes go dead, and I continue to run unflinchingly onward in an attempt to portray the fallacy that I am, in fact, an athlete and could continue this tempo for days, should it be needed. It is at that moment that I hear a small, clear voice behind me and floating on the wind come the sweetest words I've ever heard in my life. Daddy, he runs faster than you. Oh, yeah. Wow. I don't look back. I remain unflinching, unchanging, perpetual, a perpetual motion until I glide, bracket stomp, out of sight. Inside me, though, everything changed. Here I was, not even one season into this new pursuit of self-improvement and already I had experienced an alpha moment far in advance of anything cricket had given me. This small child had offered me more affirmation of my ability in one brief interaction than decades of wasted Saturdays with my cricketing peers. So my question is this, given it only took three months to feel more alpha than I ever did in 25, 30 years of cricket, not to mention the multitude of health benefits gained from my newfound sport, quote, why has my cricket bag only made it to the storage nook instead of being given away or sold like my wife suggested it should? Mm. P.S. A couple of weeks ago, the message came in to see if I was around to fill in. 
this season. I tried to type a hard no, but I blacked out a little and my fingers slipped. And what I sent back was, possibly after Christmas. What is wrong with me? Cheers, lads. Love the pod. Tim. So Tim's story is a little girl thought he ran fast. <laughs> well, it's more than that, he goes. It's yeah, more than that. I've, heard, I've got a lot of thoughts, as you'd imagine. Well, you know, it's the it's the it's the phenomenon of like any time you see anyone down, like at your local uh, your local park that you might frequent, and you see someone kicking a footy, passing a oh, you know, soccer ball or whatever, and or like hitting a you know hitting a, t- a tennis ball with a tennis racket, Ooh. swinging a golf club, whatever. All you're doing is you're having a look. as like, are they any good? Yes. You know, that's that's all you're ever doing. Of course. And so then to receive the affirmation from said little girl yeah. that you're like, well, I'm doing a pretty good job here, oh, gliding my way through the park. Yeah, I, look, it touches a lot of uh, like a lot of nerves, you know, dads talking about this stuff. And sure. Like, and, and, you know, I, I appreciate it's, uh, it's just a well-trodden topic. Parents will understand, like, once you enter this arena, that's mm-hmm. all you fucking know. All your references are gone. You don't, you don't know any references to anything. You don't know where to go out anymore. You don't know what to wear. You don't right. know who you are. So it's a huge identity change. You're trying to, you're searching for new identity. You really feel your age. All of a sudden you're pushing 40. You know, do I wear that t-shirt? Do I wear white wheels? I'm fucking pushing 40. Mm-hmm. You know, you see guys doing stuff like that. Uh, you know, fuck, I'm aged around the eyes. You know, like I'm, re- I'm, I'm really getting, you know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> My hemorrhoids are flying up. Yeah. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> Getting tests done at hospital, like you're at the doctor, and you're, yeah. you're in the realm of tests. Yeah, getting tests done. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a. There's, there's a lot going on. So I appreciate what Tim is talking about here. Uh, I appreciate especially what he's talking about in terms of like, uh, like you know, you you say for example, like you're just asking, you know, girls just girls just saying he runs faster than you. Yeah. I, I was in the car with my son yesterday. My my youngest was sleeping, and uh, I was having what I thought was like quite a good DNM with my five-year-old son. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about jobs or something like that. And it's like, uh, he knows what mum does. Um, <laughs> he knows what mum does. Uh, and, and I said, I said to him like, Oh, I tell, um, like I tell stories about cricket. We're talking about like, ex- um, you know, getting, um, money in exchange for services. He's five years old. He's, right. he's like, oh, you get paid for something or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I, I tell, I tell cricket stories. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he goes, um, he goes like, you could just say you tell stories. And, <laughs> and I, I'm like, why? <laughs> like, um, he's like, oh, I just understand it better. You know? Right. Uh, and I think he was grappling with like, why, why would you get money? For telling cricket stories, you yeah, know, oh, yeah, a very yeah. good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm starting to spin. I'm like, well, they look like cricket stories, but they're not really. You know, they're actually. It's not really cricket. It's actually about. Mm. You know, um, I'm like, you know, how you watch Bluey, Ted, and uh, Rusty's batting, but that story's not really about cricket, isn't it? It's about conquering your fears. It's about looking after your little sister. Uh, you know, it's about. Um, missing your dad who's being away and mm-hmm. stuff. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I sort of do that, but but mm-hmm. make it funny. He's like, how's that funny? <laughs> <laughs> Single tear rolling down my cheek. I just, <laughs> just turn up the music louder and louder. I can't hear you anymore. Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. That's good. But, yeah, um, I I'd like – I don't know, it was a couple of things I picked up in this as well. Okay, so the other, the other day I was running as well, speaking of like nodding at dads, but I saw like a 
fucking really cool thing. It was a dad with his son, mm-hmm. and they were in unison. It would appear to me to be doing Taekwondo moves in unison. So, like, uh, it could it, it seem to be something. Look, I'm sorry for the um, vagueness or ludditeness here. Like, I don't know if he was, if it was he, practicing something from karate or tai chi, but they, they were in flowing. Or tai if it was chi. on ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then he just taken a boy, <laughs> and they were. It was. It was actually one of the coolest things I'd ever seen. They were like, Dad had taken the son. <laughs> he's taken the son to the park, and they'd clearly been practicing their, right, their right, tai right. chi. Yeah, and I, was, I, I ran past. I'm like, that's awesome, and he like snapped his neck, you know. Um, and the son didn't say anything about me being faster than his dad. But you, you see, you see cool shit like this. Do you know how I know it's summer pez? <clears throat> is because it, it is. But um, I was – where was I driving? I was going through Albert Park the other day mm. down here in Melbourne and uh, there was a – there's like lots of kids playing on like Friday afternoon. Like and oh. I just look at like – Wow. <laughs> and they were mostly playing cricket. And like I look at like dad's wearing, you know, like board shorts and so like over the knee board shorts, like come on boys, grow up for yeah. a start. Yeah. Um, but uh, – and they're just like very disinterested in square leg, got the bowlers in, like sort of semi-knowing the rules. And I'm driving past and I'm observing all this and the kids are having like the fucking time of their life and the dad's like, I took off work early for this to, you know, watch this shit mm. basically. Mm. And then I saw like one dad like with a one with a ball in one hand and a bat in the other hitting catches to his son about probably, let's say, four metres away, not that far away. And he like he went to like drop the ball and hit onto the bat and he missed it with the bat. And yeah. I was like, that is going to be a rough experience for that kid. Yeah. Oh, you mean through his life? It's like yeah. dad, dad just can't just can't, can't connect with one. He ain't got it. But at least no. he's there doing it. That's you know what I mean. Point. At least he's there. He came home from war. Well, it's like like you, you know you have a child who has an um an interest that you have no, fucking no connection with at all. Like Taekwondo. Well, he was he looked very fucking into it. Yeah. To be honest, but uh, getting involved, I think is you know is good. Like like if my son wants to do some science stuff, I'm like crack off. <laughs> something to think about. Some, some, something to think about. Get in your hashtag STDCs. You can go to greatcricket.com and email us there if you want to do, or you can uh, you know get us on Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash greatcricketer. Thank you very much to Fergus. Thank you very much for Will for Live coming show in studio. Live Daily show tickets. Come and, come and see us. Come and see us at the end more. If you are in Sydney, bring a mate. Bring anybody. Bring anybody. Don't bring anyone. Bring bring your mates and come along and see us at the end more. Uh, we'll see you guys on the internet through your ears, through your eyes, through your hearts at the end of the day's play in Perth on Thursday. Cheers.